well-met friends. My name is Adam, and this is the Get Pipe Podcast, where we love to pipe. And today, well, as always, I am joined by my good friend, Nick, a.k.a. the producer guy. Nick, what's up, man? Hey, Adam. How you doing, brother? Dude, I am doing great. We have not talked in quite some time, it seems. I know. Which is good. If you're listening, you're like, that was like last week, right? And it probably was last week, but that's the point. It was it was last week. Normally, it's you know kind of every every day since last yeah. week. Yeah, man. Which is good. I, I think it was needed to have that that family time. Like I I look back on the past week and and we had the Christmas time and we just had a lot of great stuff happening over at the producer guy home. Just good family time. So, and I know that you were back home and yeah, man. I'm just, sometimes it's good to put, put the phones down and I miss you, but it's good. good so, so what's like Christmas like, right? Because dude, December's the weirdest month. I saw like this, uh, someone had posted online. I was like, I think we all just know that December is the month where nobody tries. And then yeah. someone responded, actually, December's like my hardest month. And then the guy responded, he's like, okay, you know, mother fucking Santa's elf, get back to the workshop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like. But there's there's a little bit of legitimacy there. Like there's we're in this oh, weird so time, much. you know, at the time of recording, we got a week less than a week before New Year's and a lot of yeah. people have New Year's off. So it's like, do you go to work for one to two days? Most people do, but it's a weird, it's yeah. like, eh, how much do I want to put into it? So so before we get into that, let's back up just a touch. How was your your Christmas? What did it look like? Uh, did you have family over in terms of, you know, mom, pop, you know, in-laws? How, how did that look? Yeah, so it was just the nuclear family here. No moms, no pop, no in-laws. Moms and pops were are enjoying their beautiful Florida, Florida sun. Or- <laughs> yeah, Florida sun. They're coming up next weekend. Um not okay. this coming New Year's weekend. They're coming up the weekend after to celebrate uh our daughter's first birthday. Oh, what day is that? Uh December 31st. So, That's right, yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Um and uh, excited about that. The birthday party is on the, I don't know, the next weekend, whatever it is. So they'll come up. They decide not to come up for Christmas for that reason, which is totally good to go. Um, and yeah, otherwise, it was super cool to see our son really enjoy and understand Christmas for the first time. And like the concept of, you know, we we are doing like a Santa Claus thing, but a cool thing we did this year is we actually bought a Santa bag. It's like a big red sack. I mean, that Santa has. And we, the night before on Christmas Eve, we told him, all right, buddy, Santa's coming, but he needs toys to take with him to refurbish, to give to other kids and stuff like that. So he was like immediate. He was like throwing stuff in there to the point where your yeah. wife and I were like, whoa, let's not give that one away. Like let's do yeah, these yeah. other ones we <laughs> hate that make noise and all that stuff. But it was really cool to see that. And there was well, an understanding. We, I not having kids, right. Have told so many people how much, you know, I, I'm coming from the perspective of not having kids. Right. Yeah. I want to reiterate that. So when I go, when I see kids, you know, snot nose, loud mouth coughing, crying on planes, you know, I'm I'm the guy who doesn't have kids and gets annoyed, right? When I walk into a house and it's just like you step on 19 Legos and 34 like yeah. popcorn, uh, like lawn mowers and, and whatever, like I think, oh, this is way too many toys. And I'm not saying that parents don't have that, 
but I look at it from a perspective of like, this is so foreign to me. So I would, I told so many people this year about your method to do that. Oh, I thought that okay. was brilliant. And, and yeah. I, I think a lot of families might be like, whoa, that we're, you know, producer guy might be onto something or wherever you heard it from doesn't matter. The point is kids were like, oh, hell yeah, we get to, we get to support Santa Claus's enterprise mission. Yeah, let's, you know, and then, and then like all the clutter gets, you know, removed and you now, now a, a a receiving toy that Christmas has so much more value because he's like, okay, from a young age, he's thinking, okay, I gave something up. I had a, you know, loose quotes, but a sacrifice. And then I, I got something on the return. And I told so many people about that back home and they were all yes. about it. And like, man, this producer guy, whoever the hell he is, you know, just changed my, my family's, you know, my nuclear <laughs> family. They changed the, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And here's the thing we got, I think we got the red sack. It's like a nice satin, whatever thing. And I think it was 20 bucks, but you know, we're going to have that for probably, you know, 15 years, 18 years, probably longer. Cause at the end of the day, we want this to become a tradition. And actually for those of you who don't know, I was on the pipes magazine radio show, um, this week, which was really cool. So go back to go back to listen to that. Um, (laughs) But I talked about this idea that producer wife and I were creating traditions or desiring to create traditions this year. And that's one of them. And it's like, that can be, that can be a thing for anyone, right? Like at the Christmas season, you get your red sack and for 20 bucks that you got it 20 years ago. Yeah. Kid, and, kids are not, right? Yeah. Kids are not because it's always good to get rid of your clutter and donate it and give it away. And, you know, cause at the end of the day, most people are getting new things in the holiday season, whether it's one thing and it's taking up space, you know, there's one thing you're not using that's also taking up space. So mm-hmm. we, uh, we, with our son, we also put stuff in there, producer wife and I, and I put some clothes. There wasn't much else that I kind of had lying around that I knew about. There was some stuff we put in there that we then immediately threw away, but um, there was other yeah. stuff like there's other stuff that we are going to donate at some point. I think the bag's just back in our shed or something at this point, but it's, Dude, yeah, I, man. I, I love it. I'm all for it because again, from the outside perspective, I'm like, man, what, what better way to get your kid to, to buy in. And, and we have, um, you know, we have nephew, I have nephews who are kind of into Christmas and one of them might be yeah. at the age where he's really milking it. You know, because he knows he'll get more presents. Uh, but the the younger one definitely. But it's like there's some value in whether you are believing in the whole Santa Claus thing or not to just like donate. And while we, there's been so many times where you know, get wiped and I have had so many clothes, for example, and we we're kind of going on a tangent a little bit here, but I think it's there's some value here where we have so much clothes that we just don't wear anymore. And, you know, you know, after several moves, it's like, ah, I'm not going to get rid of this one. I'm not going to get rid of this one. But you get to a point where you're like, man, if I just had one time a year, almost like a goal, like a yearly goal at the end of the year, you know, this is the time we go donate the the stuff that we don't need anymore. That would be that'd be really ideal, right? Like, I like that you had yeah. just brought that up. So whether it's you said 15 years, you know, your kids aren't going to be believing in Santa in 15 years, probably right. 10 years, probably eight years, you know what yeah. I mean? And, but for you to continue that, it's like, okay, well, yeah, you know, some of that had a little bit of, there's some fibbing here, you know, for the Christmas spirit, but at the end of the day, we're here to give away and, and 
help right. someone who, and I don't even want to say less needy while the less needy folks definitely, I mean, everyone knows that Christmas time is a great time to help the, the families who, who aren't as, you know, quote fortunate, but at the end, like, like there's folks who are very fortunate, but would take a lot of value out of the things that they find that other people, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure kind of thing. And yeah, it could, or it could just go into a trash can, which helps nobody. Right. <laughs> Except us. Right. Because it, you know, the, the funny thing about one of the things that I wanted. Yeah. You get rid of it the, was, the problem. You know, <laughs> yeah, it was, we, it was a muffin tin. Uh, we got rid of one because it was like peeling and it was just mm-hmm. not good. But I got producer wife two muffin tins, so it's not super helpful. Like I replaced it with two, oh gosh. you know, higher quality ones. But uh, anyways, it, it's a great tradition. I think we have started and we'll continue. And yeah, man, I'm just, it was a great time. Made a nice ribeye roast and I'm still eating that for like lunches and stuff. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. So good. It was like a, almost five pound roast which do not need for two adults and two small children but we got it with the foresight that yeah i'll probably eat it this week for you know we got a got a fun weekend ahead so oh yeah well i mean i mean to backtrack just a slight bit i've not actually listened to the latest episode of the pipes magazine radio so by the time this actually goes live we i that will still be that will still be a true statement because we're recording this, you know, shockingly at 8.54 p.m. Eastern time, <laughs> Wednesday night. Uh, so this is going to be a kind of, not a grinder. This is going to be a fun one. We, we plan to, as you guys can, can see the episode title, Sam Blasted Banter, which we'll get into uh, on purpose. And, and it's, in, it's very fitting with last year's edition. But, but this is something I got to listen to tomorrow. So I, I, you know, I didn't know that you were doing this. You kind of had a little bit of secret, but... Uh, you know, Brian Levine, host of the Pipes Magazine Radio, you know, alongside uh, the Pipes Magazine uh, owner, which is Kevin Godby. But Pipes Magazine is is the radio anyway, is run by our, our good friend, Brian Levine. He had sent me an awesome text and he says, hey, so what do you have? What questions do you have for a producer guy um, of uh, for, for the Pipes Magazine radio episode? And I was like, wait a minute. Let's, uh, let's throw this in, uh, you know, go from fourth gear slam on the brakes, go back into reverse and go backwards. What are we talking about? Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I just get, just shoot me some questions. So I didn't, I didn't even know whether he had asked you to be on the show. I didn't know if he was actually going to be on the show. So I just kind of sent him some, I was like, oh yeah, here's some fun stuff. Maybe entertaining, not entertaining things. I actually want to know things that the folks might want to know. Uh, <laughs> and then that's when you had told me that you were actually going to be on the show. And it was, it was airing, you know, on the 26th of uh, December. Uh, so, so that's something that I got to get, get back to and and i know for all of our listeners they're probably an episode behind so by the time they're listening to this they could be even two weeks behind but 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 pice magazine radio with uh brian levine man it's like we had a good friend of ours text us uh one of our friends from back home you know because you guys know that producer guy and i grew up together so one of those friends texted us he goes pipe guys in our group chat explain explain <laughs> nick being on the pipes magazine radio show but in football terms uh and i'm not going to give you guys the uh the analogy that i gave but just know that in the end brian levine was tom brady in the analogy <laughs> and so uh, he, he and by the end of the uh, explanation he understood that it was a, a pretty big deal and it, it meant so much to not not just you honestly to me because you are an extension of the show right that i 
originally built and now it's our thing together and so for for you to be on the show is even more uh, important i would guess it's more important to me in my heart than me being on the show and i'll even add the little slight asterisk there that i'm one of two people to ever have been actually i might even be the only one i might be the only one to ever recorded the episode live in you know the brian levine pipes magazine radio studio but but aside from all of that, even though that was really, really awesome, the fact that producer guy was on the show and is on the show is has been gosh, it's like that means so much to me because I, I could go on forever about it. But yeah, it, it's it's super, super sweet. But yeah, man. So for those of you who are listening, either a month from now, 10 years from now, whatever it is, go ahead and check out the Pipes Magazine radio show. Episode 589. It was a blast to talk with Brian. And yeah, I kind of kept it a secret because I wanted to surprise you. And then, yeah, Brian was like, oh, I reached out to Adam for all these questions. I was like, gosh, darn it. So anyways, that was that. But I want to hear more about your trip, man. It seems like there's a lot of notes here. So it seems like you had a good trip. Dude, I did, man. Um, I I, To kind of culminate... The trip, well, I got home pretty late this afternoon. Um, we had originally planned to record this yesterday on Tuesday uh, before the episode airs. And I, I realized the morning of that my flight didn't land until 1030 uh, from New England back into <laughs> North Carolina in Raleigh at 1030. And I was like, oh, man, that's probably not going to work with an hour drive down to where I live. And so I was like, OK, we're going to have to you know, pivot here, do a last minute uh episode on on wednesday now this episode was planned this way so it's fortunate that we planned it that way and i think there was a little bit of intuition after 100 episodes to realize that it probably would have had to be you know more of a, a, a banter which we'll get into um but yeah i mean it was a it was a great trip so before i talk about how the ending wasn't super great in terms of travel the the event of just going home is always a win, right? You know, it's it's something that I'm so fortunate with the army, and it's one of those things where the more you're away, the better going home is, right? And and I would imagine most folks would agree with that. But the the struggles of being in the military and moving across the country here and there, and then again, and then here, and then again there, and it it, it takes you away from the place that you want to be the most, right? Around family and friends. But when you go back, it becomes so much more special. And of course, after five, six years of doing that, it's it's no it's no change there. But we did go to New England for about four days. Uh, we were staying up in the good old state of New Hampshire, uh, where we get to see. Yeah, you know, we would stay, you know, every night with my in laws and my wife, and then uh, every day I pretty much saw my my parents, who live just you know thirty forty minutes south of uh, of of where my in laws live. Uh, but we're all central New Hampshire, or excuse me, southern New Hampshire, and they're all centrally kind of located within that area. Um, but but the cool thing about it was last episode, we talked about how we kind of made an impromptu borderline what's up in smoke for this week, where I wanted a, a little call out episode of hey, if you're in the area and you wanted to go to Twin Smoke Shop, which is a, a location in Londonderry, New Hampshire, uh, I would be there on Friday of the past week at the time of recording and the time of airing. Um, and also the following day on Saturday, I would go to LJ Peretti in Boston. Um, again, time of airing, time of recording. So just just a week ago. So that was, again, you had a t- less than a 20, probably a 24 hour turnaround. By the time most folks were listening to that Thursday episode, if they wanted to meet me up at Twins, 
happen to be in New Hampshire and then just barely over 48 if they want to meet me in Boston. But dude, there was some show ups, man. We 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 got an yes. awesome uh, little get together. And while this this vacation trip was supposed to be a a family time in which it absolutely was, we, we planned that. We also planned the addition of having some me time and me being in New Hampshire, me being in Boston, my one of my favorite cities. Um, so I was like, well, I'll of course use that to my advantage and invite the listeners of this wonderful show. And uh, it, it, dude, it was, I was not disappointed. You know, there was, there was a slight chance as we we're walking up to both of these locations. I was thinking, man, what if just, it's just me alone in an empty store. And I'm so fortunate that that didn't happen. So let's talk about the first event, man. So basically I got home, I uh, got to hang out with my dad for, for a couple hours. And then my dad being big cigar guy, his move was go to twin smoke shop, which I intuitively planned to, to go. And, and it was great to see some folks there. Um, of so some listeners of the show, but but when we got there, man, um, you know, probably six ish, seven ish, and I gave a very loose time too. I think I said between four and like seven, I'll probably be there. Uh, well, my my get pops and I, you know, we're hanging out, just just smoking and joking, and, and there wasn't any folks there by the time we got there around five ish, six ish. Uh, but but I get to just chat with local people, you know, just crushing some cigars, things that I don't know anything about, and just talking with other folks. Uh, a dude probably, oh man, almost thrice my age, right? You know, just just sharing a cigar with a gentleman. And he had been, his son-in-law was at the Naval Academy. So we talked about the military. We talked about Norwich. We talked about the Naval Academy. We talked about um, just, just, again, the military in general. Uh, he, I guess he, he had found out that through a conversation that we had been to Ireland, I guess his family's from, uh, you know, um, Kerry, uh, Ireland, had a conversation about that and you know outside of the whole pipe smoking podcast and get piped and all that it was just great to be with people of the like mind and even if they weren't listeners right it just it just made for an awesome trip that that night alone uh but but then uh, a listener of the the podcast showed up and is uh, of course the infamous probably famous the famous uh Caleb uh, Caleb, a, a good friend of mine, I went to Norwich with uh, my roommate, you know, kind of my day zero homie uh, from from the college, the military college of Vermont. Uh, he lives in Concord and, and it was great to bond with him when I first met him at the fact that we were both from New Hampshire, uh, you know, just these two students who don't know anything, these two rooks or cadets at, at Norwich that were, you know, getting our, our bottoms, you know, metaphorically smacked, smacked. by the cadre. Uh, it was good to kind of bond back in the good old days of New Hampshire uh, but now that we're what a oh, damn almost five years removed from the college, oh, that kind of hurts. Four or five or something like that. Um, going on six, I think. It was. It, it's really great to kind of link up with him all the time. But he's a huge listener of the show. He's got a few pipes, but he's not necessarily a pipe smoker. Just as one of those uh, few fans, there are some of you guys out there who aren't pipe smokers at all. Uh, I'd, I'd say it's probably in like the fifteen to twenty range. Uh, I'm, maybe that's a slight overestimate, but. But there's there's there are a number of of listeners who aren't pipe people, but they just love the show, which is so crazy. So that just goes to show that some of you did share with not just the men, but the women and the children too. <laughs> um, but but anyway, so so Caleb had showed up, and I had given him a direct invitation anyway, and it was just great to kind of catch up with a good buddy. Uh, but but at one point I was like, you know, Caleb, let me go grab you, you know, a cigar. Uh, let me go find something. So you go, I go down in the basement and and you know pick up a few things. And someone pulled me aside, or a, a young young guy, probably the same age as me, maybe you know a couple of years younger or a couple of years older. I wasn't quite sure. 
And he goes, oh, you're Adam. I'm like, I am Adam. And he's like, dude, I drove about an hour, you know, north of here to come see this or to come hang out with you because I had listened to the show yesterday. Um, and he's a get pipe listener. He's a, he's a, he's a 12 percenter. He listens to every episode until the very, very end. Um, and this, this 12 percenter, a good friend of mine now, uh, Lucas, you know, just made the, the great trek because he was like, man, the wife's out of town. She's doing some work or something. This is my time. He texts his watch. He's like, oh, it is today. Then what wasn't it? He said he was going to be there. I guess I'll head over there. Had no way of messaging me. You know, he's not a part of the discord, not a part of like Instagram or whatever, but just made the move. And that is what makes it all worth it, man. Like, like I know we, 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 we touch on the Instagrams and all this other stuff, but at the end of the day, man, the people who are listening, you folks listening, this is like the get piped, you know, pipe community. It's the folks who are fervent listeners of the show. And, and Lucas was no exception, man. It made like an hour commute just to, you know, hang out and, and actually give me some tobacco. He gave me a little uh, sample, maybe, maybe more of the sample. He kind of opened the tin. Let me take, let me have at it. There's a, a tin of Mac Baron Symphony, which is an old, old Burley that they've, they've had for a very, very long time. And this particular blend was very, very old, probably 15 years in the making or rather in the aging. I smoked it just before we recorded this, you know, Nick, um, as I was uh, cooking up some steaks. Uh, man, what a what a wonderful blend. So, Lucas, I just wanted to say thank you so, so much for that, of course, uh, for sharing that. And I did take a a, a very kind of like a hamburger helping. I I, I really served myself, uh, you know, from that big four ounce tin of uh, of aged tobacco. Uh, but but the, the event was great. I met a couple other folks who had, had recognized me, maybe not have come from the episode. Maybe they recognized me from YouTube or Instagram, which was really, really awesome. And it made for an awesome uh you know, time. The cool thing about twins is they got a little bar, so I was able to have a couple uh, pints of Guinness with a uh, you know good company, good friends. Talk about pipes, talk about cigars, um, and there's a slight unfortunate side of this. We did have a, a, a really really good friend of mine, um, you know, personal friend. He, he had a flat tire. He, he came, said hi, had a flat tire on his way out. So we had to go bail him out, which cut the night a little bit short, which I was super mm. bummed about. Of course, we, you know, we got to put on the hero cape and we got to go save save the day, but um. The, the, the turnaround there, like the, uh, the cost of that was, I was like, man, you know, Lucas, I'm not going to, Caleb, I'm not going to have you guys come down 30 minutes to an hour just for me to bail to fix a flat tire. I was like, let's go to New Hampshire's best kept secret, which is not really a secret. It's the, uh, uh, the best diner in arguably the world, definitely New England. That's Red Arrow Diner. And it's this location where all of the, every single presidential candidate, we're talking Adam Sandler, Guy Fieri, you know, a lot of famous folks will go to this. this George Washington. George, George Washington was not able to go to Red Arrow, uh, but it had, it is over a hundred years old. Uh, but, but this little diner is a 24 seven diner. And I was like, man, give me your number. Let me, let me shoot you a text. Tell me, meet me here at this time and we'll, we'll get some food. And it was, it was awesome to kind of, you know, take, take my good friends out to some, some wonderful New Hampshire cuisine. But man, it, w- it was just super, super cool to, to get to hang out with some folks and knowing that it was my first day, I had, some, I had several days in advance uh, while I was going to be there where I could just chill, relax, have some smokes, have some jokes. And man, it was, it was just great, man. I, I had such a blast. And, and the next day was our, our Boston day. That was no exception either. That one was a little bit more established. And I'd even talked about it on the last episode. I thought more folks would uh, would be able to go to that one. Again, given the 24 hours, it was a Saturday. Uh, but but we did show up. I showed up probably classic, fashionably late, probably about 30, 35 minutes. And, and when I walked in the door at LJ... 30, Pro- 35 minutes. Yeah, okay, it was 45. 
It was 45, no lie. Not even lying. It was 10.45 when I walked in. I wanted everyone to be there at 10. <laughs> I walk in the door and there was probably six to eight folks, you know, just hanging out waiting for Not me. Not there for you. Oh, no, I see, that's what I was worried about. But like I said, man, we walked up, get wiped and I, uh, this time she joined and man, it, like there's so many folks. We had Nick Johnson, of course, the pipe maker, Todd, Todd Bruckman, the pipe maker. Uh, we had our good friend, Ray. Ray is just, if, if you ever seen someone on, on Instagram, who's a pipe smoker and he has the coolest shoe game of all time. He's got like so many classic Doc Martens, vintage Doc Martens, a bunch of other British company punk boots. He's just an absolute stud. He's a, he's a, I would say prolific pipe collector. You know, he's just, he, he has just a hand in every single creator and pipe maker and artisan out there um, to include some of the, the, the old iconic factory pipes. This guy grew up in Boston, uh, somehow became a New York Yankees fan. And we tried to unpack that one, but I didn't get a good enough excuse. Uh, but, but man, he, he's just a, he was just a great dude. And, and, and he, we've been good friends for a while now. Um, but, but he was there, you know, several other folks were there and I, I, I name all of them, but, um, yeah, I, I don't want to get, I don't want to make this, draw this one too out. You know, the reason why I don't want to draw it too far out is because Steve, Steve Willett, Stephen Willett was not the most excited that I had brought so many of the get pipe listeners to. <laughs> oh dude, it was, it was like right on par with what I had talked about. I was like, make sure you buy like at least a 10 or, you know, two ounces worth, get something. We don't want to. We don't want to bog down the shop. And it's not like it was super busy at the time that we walked in, but with online orders and the Christmas season, they were they were pushing a lot of tobacco out. Uh, but but the worst was whenever we did like a photo and we're all blocking the entryway and Steve had to walk to or fro, you know, the building. I just I just caught little wisps of his classic angry tobacco in his face of just like, you know, exactly. That's the best way. Like he wasn't mad. It was just like a. <laughs> so no but but we did have slight a great time disgust. it was slight exactly like he he appreciated the fact that i bought a bunch of pipe, pipe smokers there and they did you know make some sweet purchases but, but we did go down to the you know the little basement where i get to see where the pipes are made where the pipes are even refurbished and and, and sanitized and and brought back to life if you may but it was just it was just a sweet little uh get together that was really impromptu and again six to six to eight of us were just kind of hanging out bought some tobacco uh, i think a couple folks bought some pipes which is really awesome i bought some cigars for my pops and it was just it was just sweet man it was just so so sweet uh before we all left i did make sure to you know let steve know hey thanks so much for having us here so sorry for you know being somewhat of a nuisance and you know he had a smile and he's like eh, no worries still pipe in mouth the entire time but man it was it was so awesome. It was great to go see like one of my favorite tobacconists and I get to stock up on probably another five or six blends that I've had before blends. I've never tried, um, you know, not too, too much, but just enough to, to get me through, you know, the next few months to where I can decide if I want to get some more from the wonderful uh, tobacconist that is LJ Peretti, man. Um, and then from there we just, you know, get wife and I enjoyed Boston. It's, it's one of our favorite places. I say it's second to Dublin only because of the closeness to home it is you know the feeling of being home i uh, got the best reuben of my life at jj foley's if you're if you're in the area you got to go there um had a couple other pints at some other famous irish pubs and i went to the good old union oyster house with a uh, get wife and uh, my brother-in-law and his uh, new new fiance so congrats to him of course he won't hear this because he doesn't listen uh, shame on him but uh yeah it was just a it's just a wonderful rounded trip to to boston we get to see the the damn aquarium 
see the cute little penguins running around. Yeah, it was it was just great, man. I got to smoke my pipe walking around, you know, the city of Boston, one of the best cities in the world, as I had mentioned, and just it was just good. It was a good time of healing, right? A good time of resetting and getting back home and doing the things I enjoy, seeing the family smoking the pipes and just just healing, coming back ready to get 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 into 2024. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, man. I I'm very excited for what this year has to offer. A lot of also like a lot of uncertainty for me. Maybe that's not the right word, but just like I don't know, anticipation for what's to come. Cause there's a lot of good stuff, but I think there's a lot of like any year, there's a lot of potential for, you know, just unexpected things to happen. But I could not agree more that this weekend was a good respite of yeah. like, relief to just kind of the things that have been going on, man. But yeah, what what else we got going on? Dude, I mean, let's, let's, uh, I'm, I'm getting excited to dive into the episode. I mean, this is for the folks listening, this is the one time where we kind of explain loosely what sandblasted banter is before we get into sandblasted banter because our smoking and joking is really just kind sandblasted of. banter uh but but the great thing about this episode is you get the the whole episode of just kind of smoking and joking so there's a few things i want to get into as we you know a little bit deeper deeper into my my trip home and and we'll, we'll talk about 2024 as the focus of this episode um but but man i, I don't know i'm just i'm just happy to be here i'm happy to chat with you it's been what seems forever uh, to the listener who's a fervent 12 percenter it's not forever like oh yeah same you know same thing to different day kind of thing but, but yeah I, I don't know man i think uh my biggest th- like i'm reaching for would probably be the smitty cigar event right that's coming Ooh, up pretty damn true. soon which which yeah I, the way my brain's thinking about it is it's like okay 2024 that's a whole like that's next year we still got to get through this year before we get to the event but then when I look at the calendar, I'm like, wait a minute, that's actually like a week or two or maybe three or something. I honestly yeah, don't know. Weeks, I just know it's really three long. weeks away. It's, yeah, that's that's crazy. So tell me about that. Yeah. Remind me so I can actually start taking notes while you're telling me <laughs> and get ready for it. Yeah. So January 20th, 2024, from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Smitty Cigar Lounge in Georgia will be the Smitty Cigar Lounge event pipe show probably the showiest pipe meetup that they've had at smitty's yeah uh within the last two years we have a bunch of great people coming uh nate king jared coles kevin foster stevin cashwell and reed robertson got egg grays from dark fired leather bradley gant from bg woodworks and uh yeah there's so much great stuff going on they'll have a slow smoke tamper exchange and aged tobacco sample bar but a big thing and I know we talked about, I think last week or the week before about a raffle that was going on. Oh yeah. Uh, Dave Shane, uh, go follow at the Pipery. He released a lot more information on this, which is great. So there will be five pipes, potentially six, uh, that will be raffled off. Uh, they're estimating the value of the five pipes. Also a, a custom rack or case made by uh, BG Woodworks to be valued at over $2,000. And the kicker with this is tickets are only $10 for the raffle. You do not need to be going to the show to get a raffle ticket. Go check out at the Pipery. Um, There were some Instagram posts. 
Dave posted his um, Venmo, I believe it was, on there to to send him uh, the $10 that you want. So go ahead, check that out. Buy your raffle tickets. Have a chance to win this pipe set. $2,000 plus evaluation on this. PayPal is at shaneteeks at yahoo.com. That is S-H-A-I-N-T-I-Q-U-E-S at yahoo.com or Venmo. Uh, go to his Instagram to see the stuff there. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be great. Uh, I say all that. I will be missing it. Uh, <laughs> a lot of traveling happened in uh, 2023, so we'll be doing less travel here. I think there's also one more thing I'm missing. I'm going to let Adam kind of describe it. Dude, I am very, very excited for this event because I will be going. I have the fortunate opportunity to go because I, I lack that of a a wee lad and a, a wee lass on hand. And, uh, you know, fortunately with the, 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 the army, the, ho- the holiday season kind of extends a little bit past that of block leave, which goes into January. So things should be a little bit chill and, and I will be making my way down uh, town walking fast faces pass and I'm homebound going home. Uh, that was the, and I, and, and I, I miss you. you. Then I, oh. I need you. Something I don't know. Yeah, we were actually listening to Van- Vanessa Car- Carlton, Carlson, Carlson, Vanessa. I don't know. V V girl. Uh, we were listening to White Houses. Okay. Anyway, so we were going to this mini cigar event. It was supposed to be get wife and I, and I got to make sure that I text my good friend Dave Shane from the Pipery because I kind of put up a little bit of a fuss. Because she was, well, I mean, she was obviously invited, uh, but but there's some, I had to kind of change my plans because she was going in terms of like, you know, I got to have a get wife night kind of thing, you know, me and her. But of course, I guess we're just smoking and joking a lot. I got, I have another girl in my life. Um, I met someone else, uh, which I know I'm saying this because I know she, does she know, does get wife know about her? Well, I know what I do know is she's not going to listen to this episode. So I have no fear of talking about this other girl in my Ooh, life. Okay. Um, so, and that kind of scandalous, I know a little bit scandalous and this is how it co- goes scandalous. into, um, you know, Dave Shane. Cause I know Dave Shane will listen, but I'll make sure to give him a little, a wee heads up. Um, but she's actually over right now. Whoa. Not going to lie. Um, and Does get wife, I, I will get tell you the know? cats are a little bit freak the flip out. Oh. They're like, what's this, what's this other girl Maybe. doing here? Little little bad juju about it. Little her, bad but... juju. They know something's going on that I shouldn't be doing, and Ooh. you know, get wife's going to bed because she's got work in the morning. I have this other lady here. Well, her she's name kind of sneaking around, dude. I'm being honest. Her name's Ingrid. What? Yeah, and she's Dang. only like eight weeks old. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and she's she's laying down across from me. She's got a lot of red hair, a little bit of white hair, bluish eyes, it's green greenish bluish Green, brownish greenish eyes blue. going on. And she pants like crazy uh, when she's nervous. Um, dude, we just added a member of the family, yes. uh, which get wife knows about. She just doesn't know I'm talking about her right now. Uh, and that is that is our our puppy who whose name is now Ingrid, uh, the Australian Shepherd. And I totally copied yes. my good friend. <laughs> Uh, producer guy on this and and I love that. you know we yeah, i can't wait to see bandit again because i'm gonna like you know grab him you know the the best part about like boy dogs that are like 
larger. You just kind of rough them up a little bit, and they're like, oh, yeah. yes, thank you. It's going to like grab his whole face and be like, thank you. Thank you, buddy. Like, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, give me a lick, couple is, more thank yous. Like does, more, does, more uh, does Ingrid have a tail, or did they clip They it? did the old clippy clip clip. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. So I guess I Australian that. Shepherds, they have uh, what's called... There's a word for it, and and everyone's kind of screaming it. Who's familiar with dogs? Uh, Cocker spaniels yeah. do the same thing, but but basically they they slicey slice the tail. Yep. And again, because they're they're crop cropping. Is it cropping? I don't think cropping yeah. is the right word. There's a there's a because I know they term. they crop the ears, but I think it's cropping of the tail. I could. Yeah, there's definitely another word, but the but the premise is like they're herding dogs, right? right. And. I mean, I don't know why you would do this to a cocker spaniel, but at the end of the day, like there's many dogs out there whose tails get like kind of snipped at, mm-hmm. right at birth immediately. Um, and the idea, at least with the shepherds, right, is that they're they're shepherding things, they are herding things, and they don't want they to don't get want bit. Those, they don't, yeah, you don't want those yeah. animals to be able to nick them, and they need to have it like a s- small profile. My argument to this at this point, and we really like it's it's part of the the breed at this point. And culturally like the breed doesn't mm-hmm. typically have a tail but i'm also like i didn't get bandit to herd you know sheep and like and yeah. you didn't either and probably 99 percent of people who have these dogs nowadays don't have that so i, I don't know i just yeah yeah, my in-laws breed and show dogs, and there's a big thing about showing dogs and having them like to the historical standards of what oh. the breed is. So that could be I, part of it. I mean, I guess the the thought process, right, is they're not there to decide per person. Like if the dog, if, yeah, like the, when shepherd's in the name, it implies that it's going to be a herding dog, which you're right. Mm-hmm. 99% of the, like they probably will have, of the 20 puppies that they they gave out through or i mean sold through the litter I, I would imagine one probably one will actually be used on a farm to herd and, and you know and that's that's out of every like three litters right so the percentage right. is probably a lot lower um but but they're not there to say oh wait so did you want the tail or not i know some do but yeah anyway, so they just kind of do the the one two on the on the tails but yeah so she's she is lacking her tail um, but she, this is her first night, man. We're, we're probably four hours into her being home and it's, it's interesting. I mean, she's, she's actually right across from me, which is great. And she's asleep or so I think, or at least she's, you know, chilling out with, uh, we're, 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 we're learning the world of toys. Uh, we have, we have a mallard duck with duck cop. There's a, there's a, there's a duck just dressed in a police uniform. So we have duck cop and mallard duck in her cage and she, they're in her crate and, uh, you know, they're keeping her in check, but, um, yeah, so we're because of all this, we'll kind of loop it back to our good, uh, our good uh, tried and true hobby of pipe smoking. Um, yeah, White will not actually be able to to attend, oh, which I'm super bummed about, right? Um, but it, it just makes the most sense for you know her to to stay with the puppy. Uh, we have a neighbor who would love more than anything to do this, but you know, just only three weeks into having her, it's probably best. Yeah. And to be honest. You know, between between you and I, really, you know, me and producer guy, I can get the cheapo hotel that you and I are used to frequenting for like eighty seven dollars a night. But if I'm going to bring my wife and it's just going to be me and her, we're going to get like a two hundred dollar hotel, you know, and we got to stay two nights. So for me, that's an extra. That's like one pipe. So I can I can allot myself one (laughs) pipe, and I don't have to worry too too much about Uh, it. And it it, it will be good. But 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 this all goes to say, 
that I will be giving a, a seminar, a little smoke seminar. If you ever heard the series, a very, very popular series on the Get By podcast, Smoke Seminars, uh, which is essentially a series dedicated to teaching the listener about something. And you guys know that we're more entertainment first, more of like a uh, a back and forth kind of show where we like to get into the philosophical, fantastical approaches of of pipe smoking. But that is our one dedicated uh, series where we try to impart some knowledge, things that I've learned over time, things that I've researched. And it's it's going to be really awesome to dedicate a little bit of time to a seminar at the uh, at the at the event. And if you guys go back and listen to the What's Up and Smoke of the very last Smitty Cigar event in 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 July of 2023, but go check that out, man. And and you'll hear me talk highly in in a way of our good friend John David Cole, who did a wonderful presentation on Sheraton. Now, John David Cole will not be doing the uh, a presentation on Sheraton, so I said, you know what. I could probably fill some gaps. So we're going to be doing a wonderful, uh, well, I hope wonderful presentation on Peterson Pipes, you know, where John David Cole, what is Sheraton to John David Cole is Peterson to get piped of, of you know, Adam, right? And I am very, sure. very excited for that. So there's going to be a little Peterson history. I'm going to show you some shots of uh, uh, the Peterson factory. It's going to be a little presentation. So if you guys are in the area, I'm making the like four to five hour drive. I would encourage you to make a drive that or less. So if you're within like two hours, I, I really encourage you to go to the Smitty Cigar event. That's the Smitty Cigar Lounge on January 20th uh, from 12 to 6 p.m. And when we say 6 p.m., man, that's like a very loose 6 p.m. That's 6 p.m. for randos to come into the door. The doors will kind of close, but let me tell you, Get Pipe ain't leaving at 6 p.m. Let's just let's just put it there, right? <laughs> it's going to be probably midnight to some something some 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 other or something before I'm out uh, at my hotel. So, uh, but, but, but I would encourage you to come at the very least. You can see a little, uh, you know, live smoke seminar from, uh, from me, which should be pretty cool on the Peterson history, but dude, yeah, I'm super bummed. That you're not going to be there, of course, but I think I know. there's like a, there's like a, what's that? A, a sweetness to the bitterness. I don't know how to, I guess, bittersweet. It might it's be like a word. sour there, patch. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, there's some sour there, but there's some sweet later and the sweet later being that when we, actually meet up at our next pipe show have a little bit more value and i think that's yeah. probably going to be mule town but but we won't go into all of the you know we're, we're kind of spitballing here um you know there, there's more more shows to go about but i think as we move into 2023 which is actually a great transition into the episode when we talk about 2023 uh we're going to try to focus on the events that we will be a part of um but i'm i'm excited to to you know kind of do the old arm in arm you know the spartan handshake with uh with producer guy at the next pipe show um but to be honest we were kind of pipe showed out like in a in a good I'll way by the end of this year 2023 so this one it will be sweet because i have a job to do i'm going to be doing my little presentation i'm going to be alone i'm going to be able to do my thing uh, but I'll, I'll be looking forward very much after a great long break to to be with producer guy again at the next pipe show after that but, but we'll we'll get into that as we talk about our 2023 episode um dude thanks for for hanging out with me super late on a wednesday night before this episode goes live this is this is going to be fun you know sandblasted banter should be should be an absolute blast we got uh some more segments to, to come that are going to be a lot a lot of fun great feedback on those as well um and uh yeah i don't know i'm just i'm just hyped up so you you start doing your thing and i'll, I'll yeah. put the app in and, and i'll you know shut up let me do my thing thank you all for smoking and joking with us and of course for all your support of the get pipe podcast it means so much to have two full years 
of the Get Pipe Podcast. But the best way to support us at the current moment. It Dude, is crazy. Oh, right? I guess technically right. the next episode. Yeah, be. I, I, anyway, let me. You keep doing your. I got you off right in the middle of the business. But. You did. You did. That's okay. Best way to support us right now at this current moment. Keep sending us all your segments. Keep sending us your uh, episode ideas and topics. That's the best way. You can. There's like financial things you can do to support us. I think we got maybe a winter collection coming out in January. I think it was supposed to come out in December, but whoever our um, secondary producer guy is really dropped the ball on that one. Who's that? Is that me? No, no, that's um, Billy Joe. Did we have like a, I feel like we had like a fake guy. Oh my gosh. Didn't (laughs) we have a fake guy? At one in one of the first episodes, it was like, "Oh, um, so and so sent in." Uh, no, 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 no. We also had like a guy who, <laughs> I swear, unless this was another podcast that you and I tried no. doing, which is still out there, and I hope you guys never figure out what it is. Um, but but there was a time where we would ask, like, like I, it was very clear that he didn't exist. But I could have sworn it was this podcast. I might. I'm kind of scared to go back where we were like, yeah, "Hey, pull up this Jamie or whatever, whoever." Oh. That was that was it us. had to have been this. That was this. Where did he go? And then you just got better at the job and then No, was it, are you No, I don't know. I think I, I think, think you're it thinking was. of I think you're thinking of Pipes magazine radio show. No, 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 no. Cuz cuz Brian did that. He did that in the I think so episodes. too, but but it's did funny we how He also did that. The best part was we didn't I when I started when we, you and I started to get Pipe Podcast, I did not, I had never listened to the first episodes of the Pipes Magazine radio. I'd only That's listened fair. to the recent. So if right, he did that too, so. which he did to a degree, but I know I, 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 fa- I'm fairly certain that you and I would be like, oh, Malcolm, you know, what's the, what's the sitch? And then we would like be, you and I would be like typing, oh, he's telling me that this, yeah, I don't know. Maybe let's go back. I don't know. Anyway, so that would have been the other producer guy, but. Right, I'm going I'm to shut up. I've dropped the ball. The- All right. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and any other listening platform. While you're at it, give us a follow. Share this podcast. Do all that stuff. It means a lot. We got some good goals that we're going to be talking about here. And that sort of thing goes into some of those goals. So we've got a great show planned this week with another edition of Sand Blast of Banter. And this week, we both got some whiskey, which is great. I got the Tullamore Dew aged 12 years i think adam has a special tullamore dew but he was texting me right before this he was saying he's jealous of me that i'm drinking my tullamore dew 12 year age it's one of the best whiskeys of all time anyway it is delicious i had multiple multiple flannel coffees did you uh, over the holiday weekend really as well as i had uh eggnog and producer wife put in some of the tullamore dew in it so i had i had just like jim Jim Beam in one of them, and then I was like, "Surprise me with a drink!" And she brought the uh, the eggnog with the Tullamore, and dude, so and that was much better. Nice, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, sometimes like the Jim Beam Jack Daniels stuff is like, I don't know, it's just good. It's been around for, I mean, like Tullamore, it's been around since eighteen twenty nine. So we're talking almost two hundred years at this point. So there's a reason it's been around for that long. Like, yeah. Anyways, I'll let you do your thing. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
big thanks to the producer guy for the producer guy things. Now, before we move into our primary topic, I want to remind you, take a deep breath, savor this moment, kindle your flame, and pipe as you please. another edition of sandblasted banter and the first time we ever did this was one year ago i believe it was yeah on the we, dot on the dot one Meaning. year ago on the dot the last episode of last roughly year. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh but this is our kind of just way to just talk about some stuff it's our kind of smoking and joking for a whole episode we always try to bring it back to pipe smoking and in the case of kind of this end of year one we're just looking we're looking back at this past year and kind of did that with our hundredth episode, but we're gonna do that a little bit, but we're also going to look forward to 2024 here. And in last week's episode, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it, first of all. Um we got some great feedback on that one. A lot of people really loved it, which um which was great to hear. I appreciate it. And uh in our smoking and joking, we talked about some goals. Uh, just this idea of kind of smart goals and and things we want to do. So, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. But kind of before we get into that, um, let's talk about some other other things going on. Um, let's 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 hear what Adam kind of has going on and just some of his thoughts from the year and just catching up, dude. Absolutely, I am so excited about this episode because it's it's our like one time to really. Just chat it up, you know, think about where we were, think about where we're going. Yeah. And while sandblasted banter is not, you know, dedicated necessarily to talking about the past and talking about the future, this particular edition of it does. And I, I remember last year we had talked about, I remember this fondly because not fond, fondly, vividly, either way. Yeah, I, we have to, I, <laughs> I told this before, I always just think vividly meant like, you know, I you know I remember it vividly, <laughs> like as in like, like not very eh. clear. <laughs> and I would literally say that, the opposite. It, yeah, exactly. I would say that in sentences. I'd be like, yeah, you know, I remember it vividly. Um, they're they're like, like, oh, what? so what did you say? Like, I, I, you know, it's I don't so remember. <laughs> not vividly. Uh, but but uh, but what I, I do remember vividly is the fact that we had said that Sam Blessed Banter would be. Not like a once a year thing, but close to a once a year thing. Yeah. You go back to the very, very first one. We did say that. Uh, and to truth be told, that was almost like a cover my ash. That that's kind of what the idea was. And we'd be like, mm. okay, let's make this like the 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 dedicated cover my ash. Like cover my ash is an accident. It's like, okay, things went wrong. Uh, we weren't able to do this, this, and that because of this, this, and this. Uh, so let's do cover my ash. But this is like a we planned this. This was on the kind of calendar kind of thing. Uh, but but when it comes to this episode, or at least when I initially briefed it, when producer guy and I initially briefed it, it was like, let's just do a year end review and we'll do it next year. But then we found how awesome the series could have been and had mm. been and has been uh, throughout the the past 2023 anyway. But this one, man, I, I we I really wanted to talk about the the tomorrow, right? That the 2024, I think uh, we're we're absolutely going to have 
some some pipe smoking and tobacco focused uh, touches on this particular episode at the very end of our, our goals, which will be uh, we're going to lay it out as like a physical goal. There's going to be a emotional goal, a mental goal, and they're all going to be tied to what's called smart goals. I'll have a producer guy or, or producer nerd kind of explain that stuff, but we'll, uh, we'll we'll get into that. But there will we're going to tie it back into pipe smoking. Um, and that said, because it's like kind of a smoking and joking, we have a little bit of stuff that I want to chat on about my, my trip with, with pipes and, you know, you know, Christmas, you know, Christmas is always a cool time to talk about acquisitions, things you got. So I want to share some stuff with you guys that I think is quite interesting. Um, but, but I don't know, man, I, I really like the idea of talking about the future. And, you know, when you had brought up how you had these smart goals and we talked about how last episode you didn't, you didn't accomplish many of them. I think it would be really cool for you and I to kind of establish some and, uh, you know, put it, put it into the world, speak it to the world. And I actually got like a little surprise kind of goals for, for you guys, the listener at the very, very end that I have, uh, you know, a, a 2024 goal, maybe not of mine, but on behalf of me to you, things that I want you to accomplish, uh, in, in regards to pipe smoking or whatnot. But, um, yeah, so, so let's, let's, uh, let's, before we, we jump into that stuff, you know, I got some time. I got some whiskey. I got a little bit of Tullamore Dew, single malt Irish whiskey. You got a little bit of twelve year. I think I'm thinking that's pretty, yes, sir. pretty tasty. One of the best ones of all time. Uh, so I'd encourage you guys to, as we're we're approaching the new year. Maybe you're listening to this just before the new year, and you got some time off. Enjoy a drink, not because we're we're trying to get a little bit of a tipsy or a little bit of a drunk. We're not trying to do any of that. Now there might be some sandblasted in the future. There have, may have been sandblasted in the past. <laughs> But again, the whole point of this is just to, you know, it's kind of a wordplay. The name is awesome, uh, but uh, it's just to, to sit down, relax, enjoy. So whether that's a soda, whether that's a Guinness Zero, I encourage you to join us as we we go through this one. So if you're driving, stick to the coffee, get to work, do your thing, get to pick up the kids safe and sound, uh, but then maybe please, go back and listen to the last For the love of God, please. <laughs> so as we get into this, I do want to talk about some of my acquisitions, you know, in, in stride here. So one really, really awesome thing about this is I found every time I go back home, I, I realize how much of a cigar guy my dad is, right? So I've talked about mm. how my dad's a cigar guy many, many, many times. And, and there's like, there's a chance he listens to this and he's going to be punching the air. Uh, if I, when I say sometimes I feel like he's not a cigar guy because I've I've been like, hey, have you ever had a Toscano? And he's like, you know, what the hell is that? Uh, so it's like there's there's certain things that he knows. Like he's very tuned in to the cigars he knows. He's not very tuned into the cigars he doesn't know. But I looked at this humidor. His, you know, get mom spent three grand as a Christmas gift. I think a year ago, maybe it was a birthday present. Yeah, three thousand dollars, maybe more, on this massive humidor that stands like taller than I am. It's probably like six foot, maybe six foot two. And there's like six or seven drawers and that he just is, you know, stacked with cigars. Uh, and that's not the end of his collection. He has a bunch of uh, giant totes with uh, sealed Tupperwares with, you know, the Bovita packs and, uh, and, and endless cigars there. Um, but when I, as I'm a year later, you know, I saw this last year and I talked about it loosely a year later. I'm like, okay, I recognize some of these cigars. Like I saw Don Pepin, uh, Garcia or something like that. There, I might have got some of those names wrong, but but I'm now at least knowing Scar a little guys bit are more. Punch in the air, exactly. They are. Uh, but but at at, <laughs> at the end of the trip, my dad gave me um, a few cigars from uh, Seven Twenty Four, which is our our good friends over at Twin Smoke Shop. And 
they were the flavored cigars because he's not big into the flavored cigars. And I, I do appreciate a flavored cigar for sure. Um, and for those of you who aren't cigar guys, a flavored cigar is pretty much an aromatic pipe tobacco. That's, that's the aromatic of the cigar world where some of them love them. Some people hate them. Some people think you're not a real cigar smoker if you smoke them. That's all BS. It's a cigar it's a cigar. If you're a pipe, it's a pipe. You smoke, smoke, whatever. Uh, but he gives me like probably, probably half a dozen of, of, of the flavor ones that he's like, you know, you'll enjoy these. And I was like, wow, dad, thank you so, so much. This means so much to me. There's a couple of uh, sweet Janes, again, those 724s. And I was like, this is awesome. And I was like a, an appreciative son. I was like, two thumbs up. Thanks, dad. This, this means a, a lot. And then I sat for about 19 seconds and I was like, you know what? How about I want way more because you have a quadrillion cigars in your <laughs> humidor. So give me the real stuff. And he's like, okay, fine. So we go and talk. You can hear some, you know, plastic wrap in the background as I'm looking at the plethora, the, 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 the myriad of cigars that I have. I'm showing producer guys. <laughs> so, bro. so what's what's very sobering is uh, where where my dad, where I get my two tins that someone asked about in one of the segments. My dad gets in his cigar. So I've always said, you know, two tins is what I'll order. Uh, I have two tins of Kringle Flake. I have two tins of Krampus. I have two tins of pretty much every new blend that I do purchase. It's two. One to keep forever, uh, one to to smoke. My dad's the exact same way. Maybe he's even a, 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 add a little Tier addition above. here to like a third where he has one to smoke, one to keep forever, one to save for later. But But in his collection, he gave me two of pretty much every cigar that's in this big crinkly bag. Um, I'm not going to read each one, but I'll tell you, there's probably 30, 40 cigars in here. I'm going to oh, gallon that, bag. This is, yeah, this is a gallon Ziploc bag, um, with a little Bovita pack. So I'm going to, I'm going to read some names that will mean so much to so many people and mean nothing to me. Tux, Tuxtella, green label. I got two of those guys. Um, I got a, uh, my father, bunch of my father's. Uh, not not my dad, not not get pop, but my father, the brand, uh, La Dabena, La Dabena, Petit Robusto, <laughs> Tatu Tatu Tatuaje, He's a big big Tatooine guy, big Tatuaje guy. Um, a lot hey, of CAOs. Lani. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there's just so much in here. He he was showing me some of uh, his collection, man. A lot of boxes that are signed. Uh, he had some tatuajes that were like a like a Halloween. They had like a Chucky and like a other killer guys. Jason Voorhees. He had these collection boxes. So he's big in buying boxes. I got some Stillwell stars in here, which he did know about, which was really really awesome. Um, so I was able to snag a couple of my favorites, which is the English and the Aromatic. Um, but there's there's so many cigars in here. So what I'm really looking forward to is as the cigar listeners. Who are pipe guys are listening to this episode? They're going to hit me up on Instagram or even uh, my our email show at getpipe.co or potentially the Get Piped Discord, which is our Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club, uh, asking me about some of the some of the cigars I got. So I will post a bunch of photos there. But but my point is, I got a, a mega haul from uh, from Get from Get Popped on the on the cigar line. And and the good thing here is I have a notebook that I'm going to start writing the ones that I enjoy. And that's something that I've talked about that I've been 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 missing it's something that i've uh, lacked doing and and the tomorrow of 2024 is is, is no more i'm actually going to write them down i'm going to say hey this was like a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down 
And and just like pipe tobacco, you know, he said it too. He was like, sometimes you smoke one and it's it's just not good. And just like a blend that you have gone to a thousand times, sometimes you just get it, your palate's all off, your pH levels are off, you ate something spicy, I don't know, whatever it is, it just doesn't hit. And he had he had said the same thing, which is very, very encouraging. Cause there's been a couple of times where the Toscanos I've been smoking have been like, ugh, these are just not what I want. Uh, which I think is how it was the very first time I smoked it, but sometimes they're very, very good. Um, but but I'm excited to kind of crack into the cigar world. Um, not necessarily for the podcast, to be honest, but just just because you know, take stick off wall and light and smoke. It's it's sometimes it can be quite easy, especially in the the colder uh, times if you get a little smaller gauge or size cigar. Heck yeah, man. What else? What else we got going on? I don't have too much that's been happening. I've been trying out the blends of uh, tobaccos that was sent to me by Emerson Southern Forge. Uh, I believe I had a uh, dark fired and like a lemon Virginia blended Mm -hmm. like rolled cigarette. It's good. Um, Yeah. But otherwise, just just hanging over here. What else? Yeah. So as like that that's the other thing too while my my time home was very smoky and jokey i didn't get to smoke like really any pipes or any tobacco mm. i mean i had like a cigar at twins didn't really know what it was called i picked up some random one. Oh, julius caesar was another one in this bag that he said was horrible and he gave to me for free <laughs> my dad gave him all to me for free. He's my father very generous man um but but he said this was probably like a three four hundred dollar worth bag of cigars but but my sure. point is yeah exactly the fact that he had and that was like scraps right i know where i get my too much gene yeah get wife mm. always says i have the too much gene when we go out to eat if you if you're you ask producer guy in person you know whenever we go out yeah. to eat i eat you know two appetizers i try to get a meal and then i try to get a side meal it's just it gets ridiculous but i know where i get it from yeah. i get it from from get popped and um I, and I realized this, and I've realized it many times, but when uh, I sent a bunch of pipes home, I had purchased some pipes during the Black Friday deals, maybe some tobacco home uh, to New Hampshire or to their house because I was like, oh, I can just pick it up when I get home. It's in about a week, two weeks kind of thing. And the cool thing about the great state of New Hampshire, live free or die, is they have no sales tax. So sorry, to, well, it's not the smoking pipes because they don't care because it's t- sales tax. It's going right to the federal government. I was able to save probably like a hundred plus dollars on tax through tobacco pipes, uh, com and smoking pipes.com. Um, I ordered several tins from tobacco pipes and I ordered a couple pipes from smoking pipes. Um, and I was really, really excited after the week and a half, two weeks to go open up some of the things that I got thinking, Oh, this is a steal, right? And I'm saving a hundred bucks on some of these pipes. And the first pipe I opened was, um, a very, very beautiful pipe. And it was a Peterson plateau. Right. So I had talked about the plateau uh, that just came out very loosely. And this is kind of our time to really, really talk about it. These these pipes are great, man. Um, There's somewhat a sad story here. Uh, Basically, the plateau is a a factory pipe, but it is shaped very, very freehand, classic Danish style. It's got that plateau, the the briar wood sticking out on the top of the rim. Uh, Peterson has released these, I believe, twice in the past 20 years and only in the past 20 years, not in the past. No more than two in the past 150 years of their making or whatever. Um, and about a month and a half ago, I found one on eBay. I spent a pretty coin. Little, I spent some some shekels on this one uh, because it was so rare. And it was from Serbia. 
um, pipes, pens, and more. It's a, an account on Instagram, eBay account, really great account. But but I was able to work with a work a deal and get get it for a pretty good deal, um, given the fact that they don't they're never made and they don't make them anymore, and they're never going to make them again. So Serbia, quite the trek uh, for the postman for the courier to get here. And uh, I'm telling you, dude, the day it arrived, I had this beautiful, um, very rare, very, very rare Peterson smooth grain plateau. I'm looking at this badass. I, I sh you not the next day. Peterson announced smoking pipes announced that they had like a hundred more plateaus. <laughs> and this is unheard of, man. This is like a 20 year, 15 year, uh, probably 15 years of just absence from from plateaus and of, of course the one time and, and i had seen this pipe a year and a half ago on this on ebay and i i had messaged him about it he said it was like 500 dollars, and i was like i can't do it then a year and a half later I, I was like you know what it's still there will you take 300 he said okay um and i was able to get it and then i tell you a month later i got it day <laughs> after i found out that they had some um so there's a slight there's a there's a victory here. The smooth grains they were selling were for like three twenty five. So I did get a deal. Mine is vintage, um, but the other side of that, I was like, well, they're probably not do this for another fifteen years. So I was able to get a um, a Rua a Rua Plateau um, finish, which is very very awesome. It's a wonderful, beautiful red sandblast. Uh, but then I was like, well, now I have two of them. <laughs> I have some money left on my my like pipe account. So I got a, a an Eora, a, a Peterson Eora, which is an, a, a Plateau Eora, which is a, a new finish that they have, which Eora means squirrel in, in Ireland, and, or Irish anyway. And it's this, this again, it's another sandblast. It's super, super beautiful. And they say it resembles a squirrel. Um, and this is where I found that I have the too much gene, right? Not, not the fact that I just got three of the same pipe, just different finishes. But when I got home, yeah, a month later or two, three weeks later, and I'm unpacking these. I unpack this one pipe. It's a it's a Peterson uh, from from smoking pipes. It's a Peterson Eora, and I was like, oh, I love the Eora. I was very very excited to get it, and then I was like, wait, this isn't the Plateau. This is a shape fifty three. I don't. I didn't buy this. I didn't buy this pipe, and it's this little like Levant uh, with a saddle stem. It's got a sterling or it's got an actual silver band, and I was like. Did they send this to me on accident? And then it wasn't until like 10 minutes later that I realized I just bought this and I forgot I bought it. So so this goes into our 2023 goal or 2024 goals of uh, correcting our ability to or our PAD, which I've kind of, you know, tapered a little bit, but it seems like it's getting a little bit out of control since. But but I, I basically saved a solid amount of money through the sales tax thing, which is super, super cool. Uh, but I did get a, a number of uh, Peterson pipes, which was was super cool when I when I got home and, and my mom's like, why are you sending packages here? I'm like, mom, sales tax is a real a real biatch, as they would say, as Michael Scott would say um, <laughs> anywhere outside of a uh, of a uh, freaking New Hampshire. But knowing that I got a couple pipes, I was like, I'm not getting anything at Twins. I'm not going to get anything at uh, LJ Peretti. And so I, I did hold myself to that. So I was able to get just a few, you know, one ounce tins or bags of tobacco at uh, at LJ Peretti. But, but what I did see was a beautiful pipe from uh, artisan pipe maker Todd Brugman, who was both selling me tobacco, working on pipes in the basement and, you know, shipping out packages. He just kind of does it all. He's he's a real deal stud when it comes to um, the online presence of LJ Peretti. And so he's smoking this pipe. It's like a little acorn. And I was like, whoa. 
who made that pipe? And he's like, oh, it's my pipe. And he's like, I very, I very seldom smoke my own pipes. Uh, but this one was, it's got a crack in the shank and it just wasn't good enough to, to give to, you know, to sell. Uh, I, I tried fixing the crack as best I could, but there's a clear crack. So I just kept it for myself. And so he's smoking this thing. And I, I was like, all right, well, obviously I'm not going to buy any pipes, but next time you make one of those, make it the exact same way and I'll buy it. And he goes, okay, that, that's a fair deal. And then he, he takes a couple more puffs. He goes, uh, give me one sec. I got to go do something. So he just like abruptly leaves. Um, I probably had a phone call and we're kind of BSing, smoking and joking with some of the other folks. And he comes back and he's like, oh, here you go. Um, here's the pipe. It's in a bag. It's been sanitized. It's been cleaned, uh, ready to go. And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, Todd, I meant I would buy the, the one you make. I'm not going to, I didn't want to buy it. Like, I'm not trying to make pipes. He's like, oh, no, no. I know what you said. Exactly what you said. I'm telling you, this is a gift from me. Uh, here you go. So, so Todd takes this pipe out of his mouth, runs downstairs, cleans out all the dottle, sanitizes the stem, buffs out the pipe on the freaking uh, buffer, and brought it back up in a bag. And it was like, here you go, gift, free of charge kind of thing. And man, this, this, I, I, it means so much more than if he were to be like, okay, let me make one and I'll give it to you for free, right? The fact right. that he was mid-work, Serving Smoking the people it. of Boston, clean like because <laughs> I asked him to hold. I, I asked to hold it, and I held it for just a minute. There was probably, you know, another minute and a half worth of smoke. That's how little there was left. He had, he had smoked the entire bowl. Went downstairs, cleaned it up. It looked brand new. Um, you know, for for a five minute res restoration, it was you know super bright from the buffing wheel, and and he gave it to me, and it just. Dude, it, it, that pipe will never, ever, 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 ever leave my collection. Crazy. It was just so funny to see that. And he wasn't trying to get a shout out. He wasn't trying to get anything about it. He's like, yeah, you know, like it, this, you liked it more than I liked it. I very much appreciate the fact that you looked at it and thought it was awesome. So yeah, man, it, it's been, it, it was an awesome trip. And that, that kind of enca encapsulates the, uh, the Christmas season. And, and of course, Todd with the, the spirit of giving and, and and seeing that I as a pipe consumer enjoyed and appreciated the pipe that he had. It was, it just meant the world to me to, to give that almost as like a Christmas gift. Um, and it wasn't like, Hey, Merry Christmas. You know, this, this is my last minute gift to you. It was just like, he, he saw that I wanted something, appreciated something. And, and it, it, it just exponentially grew in the fact that how much I enjoy it, man. It's just, it's, this thing ain't going anywhere, but yeah, man, I, I think it's been, I think it's been a sweet little, Christmas season for me. Um, you know, 2024 will will slow down on the old purchasing of pipes. Uh, but will it though? I think so. I I, I like where we're at <laughs> for sure. I know we got some some shows coming ahead that I want to try to focus on and and not focus an unlimited amount of money, but focus a spe very specific amount. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm very excited for for what's to come. So so with that, I guess let's. Let's talk about some some goals, man. Uh, let's have you talk about our idea of this episode, right? Where, where we're talking about our smart goals. What well, I don't know what the hell that is. I mean, I do because you told me, but I want you to explain to <laughs> to the listener here. And let's let's go over our goals for the twenty twenty four you know year, man. I, I'd love to go back at the end yeah. of twenty twenty four and and look at this in our next sandblasted and see see where we're at and how we how we made out. Uh, five words. S stands for specific, which means it's. This goal is well-defined, clear, and unambiguous. M stands for measurable, which means it has specific criteria 
that measures your progress towards the accomplishment of the overall goal. A stands for achievable. The goal is attainable and not impossible to achieve. R is realistic. It's within reach, realistic, and relevant, which is probably the main point to your life purpose. And finally, T is timely. There's a clearly defined timeline, including a start date and a target date, the purpose of which is to create urgency. So we talked last week in our smoking and joking kind of about some of the goals that I had for 2023 and the fact that I did not get many of them. Um, I think I did, I separated them into mental, physical, and emotional goals. I think I did like three or four for each. And they honestly weren't that hard. I just think I kind of got in, you know, beyond the achievable scope for some of them uh, and realistic in terms of what I had going on in the world. So, yeah. with that being said, Adam and I decided to create a mental, physical, emotional, a pipe slash tobacco goal, as well as goals for each other that we have. Mm-hmm. So Adam has a goal for me and I'll have one for him as well as a goal for the listener. So kind of what we're going to do here is we're going to go through these just kind of real quick. Um, you know, I say real quick, but we're going to dive into each kind of why they mean a lot to us. And, uh, you know, we'll try to bring it back to pipe smoking in some way. Some of the physical stuff might not be yeah, I think, super I think it's easy to valuable for but, the listener just to hear where we're at yeah. and what we want to do. And for sure. For sure. And, it, and it's a good way to, this is, you get a little ask Adam, ask Nick anything without asking yeah. us anything. You know what I mean? So let's, uh, let's get in the mental goals. We'll, we'll both talk about each topic and then we'll kind of move on to the next one. So I'll go first. My mental goal here is, uh, is read the Bible in a year with producer wife. Uh, this is something that we've kind of started many times and then we get to May or June, and it just fades off. So for us, we have started a specific plan in our little phone app, little Bible app on our phone, which is really cool. Uh, the The measurable aspect is it's a book, so it has an end, and we need to get to the end of that. Book. <laughs> yeah. Um, the achievable aspect, you know, we're we're planning on spending some time during the evenings. You know, most evenings we have. Uh, some time together. Obviously, tonight we didn't have too too much time, but we were able to to talk a little bit. She actually have been making her little workouts during the day, which has been cool. Oh, um, so we we spent some time. She was doing that. I was drinking whiskey while she was doing like bench legend. press and legend. Yeah. Um. So we're spending, you know, planning on doing fifteen to twenty minutes a day. Um. Whether that is at night or maybe during work, or if she has time with the kids when they're maybe napping and stuff like that. So that's kind of the realistic aspect. And timely, look, we got one year, you know, December 31st, 2024. We got to get it done. And, you know, this this means a lot to us because, um, you know, we don't talk about it too much on the podcast for, you know, good reason. Um, but also, uh, you know, I, I want to talk about it some more it's it's a good accountability thing and yeah this this means a lot to both producer wife and i and and our children moving forward and i think a lot of things in my life that maybe i haven't 
like haven't felt good about or have haven't felt confident about stem from my lack of this goal, <laughs> lack of reading, uh, you know, in this in this way. So hoping to maybe gain some wisdom and get a little bit recentered into things and Okay. Yeah. So I'm super excited about that. So so you're just talking about like start to finish, right? Yep. So have you ever done that? Over um not in like I've read it all, but like not start to finish type of thing, if that makes sense. So for my understanding of like church, right? Every church session is a specific, like almost cutout, right? For or, the or most not necessarily. Part, uh, yes and no. So, like the way ours does it is, there's generally like a topic. You know, it could be three weeks, it could be eight weeks. You could be reading, you know, one book in Bible. You could be doing one verse, one kind of topic. You know, the, you know, we'll talk about faith or grace or whatever it is. And then there's like, they pull from multiple things that week and, and stuff like that. So the idea of like Sunday church and a sermon, um, is not necessarily like reading, if that makes sense. The, the, the work is done outside of Sundays, they say, which is, which is a true point, right? Because typically people have, you know, if you just go on Sundays, you know, there's different denominations that go like every day of the week and, and stuff like that, yeah. which is no, for sure. hey, good for you. Um, but it's, you know, it's something to have a someone who's more typically more seasoned and has like a greater understanding to, to sort of pastor you. That's why they call them pastors so, to lead you and guide you and kind of your learning and, and stuff like that. Whereas, you know, the other six days of the week, you're kind of digging deep into this and, and doing uh, that. So, okay. yeah, that's what we're, okay. we're doing here. Well, hell yeah. Um, I, I, I guess I wish you the best of luck. Cause I know it can be tough when you don't have someone who's like a scholar, you know, yeah. a theologian who's able to like, yeah, I know this is ex- specifically what was there, being wrote. Cause I've tried reading yeah. it alone, having zero religious background. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm reading. Like, I know there's something important here, but I just, I'm right. like an idiot. I feel like an idiot. Yeah. It's so there, it is. And there are other books out there. There's like certain specific study Bibles. There's, um, oh, like that's cool. Apolo- apologetic Bibles. I think I actually have one right here. Basically it's, they're super big and super thick and they go into like, they have, uh, I'm showing Adam on the screen. So like the actual reading part is right here, but then everything below here goes into like the specific verses. Like it goes kind of not oh, necessarily so verse by down. verse. So it breaks it down as to like, what is actually being said here? And where does this relate? If you're talking about new Testament stuff, okay. how does this relate to what was written before? And like, it brings all these interconnections in, which is really cool. Because you you begin to see, and for those who have heard of the Bible Project, um, they they their kind of mantra is a unified story that leads to Jesus, uh, which is which is a cool mantra, and it denotes that everything before, like the the old stuff and the new stuff, 
all relates together and it's a unified story and one that kind of leads to the end. Um, okay. I am not a scholar on this. I am, um, not, not any, by any means, I oh, you're Nick. don't you often I mean? have you're... the, yeah, I'm Nick. I don't often have the right words or anything, but I see such value in doing this and creating, you know, it, it's helped me a lot in my life and will continue. And yeah, there's so much wisdom in it, especially in a lot of like the Proverbs and the Psalms and, and stuff like that. Something that I think I've been lacking a lot lately, if that makes sense. Sort of that that wisdom. Um, so, okay. Well, I appreciate you you sharing that, man. Because thanks um, for the like. It's there's no joke that our listeners right is probably divided. Right, there's probably some yeah, very, 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 very strong Christians. There's some very, very, very strong probably you know Muslims. There's some very, very strong you know Jewish folks. There's very, very strong atheists, you know, like we have a very right. wide range of listeners because at the end of the day, we're all pipe smokers, right? Yeah. Um, and it's, I think it's great to, for us to, I, I like, I love how like the, the kind of like a cherry on top, like we, like the perfect <laughs> amount of, uh, you know, dessert, you know, addition to, to the hashtag deep talks. Um, yeah. you know, I appreciate you just going out there and I think there's some value there because at the end of the day, man, when, you know, folks who aren't who don't aren't going to read the Bible, don't care to read the Bible. You can't argue like there's still some mm-hmm. value in at least what is being said, right? I, I would right. argue there's. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of. You know, some people are going to hate. You know, a lot of folks actually, majority of folks will be punching the air. Ayn Rand is a she wrote Atlas Shrugged, and everyone thinks she's horrible because she's like this, you know, atheist, mega capitalist, hates poor people. Um, and like, there's a lot of bad things about Ayn Rand, but at the end of the day, you can't deny that there's some, there's value in some of the things that she said. I'm not saying everything, right. uh, but the, the same way with goes with the person who's anti, you know, Bible, there's, there's a lot of value that can come through some of those things. And I think that's one of the best things about pipe smoking, where we can all kind of come together and just like, listen for a couple seconds and be like, you know what? I, I can hear where you're, I can hear where you're coming from and I can even right. see where you're coming from. Um, yeah. so yeah, dude, I, I wish you the best of luck. I know that's a hard one. I tried it and I didn't have a partner or a friend or a pal to go mm-hmm. through it with me. I, I would imagine if you do stick to it and you stick with, uh, you get, you get producer wife to, to you and her to sit down or maybe even, maybe there's like a couple nights or a couple, even a month or so where you're not able to be on the same schedule, but you know that, Hey, you can read you know, before work or something and she yeah. can read after you can then talk about it maybe a week later, or maybe you talk about a collection. I think that could be pretty, pretty cool. Um, yeah. and honestly, I mean, you know, outside of the pod, I would love for you to shoot me a text. Let me know how it's going. That's, that's something to keep us, uh, both accountable, accountable, guess, yeah. at least for me to you. Uh, but then you can keep me accountable in the sense where I'm trying to read more. I used to be a, oh man, a, a mega reader. Avid uh, mega reader. Yeah. I remember <laughs> I told this story many times, but when, when I first started reading, I thought I was like, the, I read like one book on my own and I thought I was like the smartest man in history. Like I'm a king. Literally. I was like, I was like I'm- Xerxes in, in the 300 and he's like, I'm a generous God. <laughs> um, and this was like sophomore Re- year. Reads one book. Literally. Um, I just didn't think when, when my best, uh, when one of my best friends from college, my freshman year, uh, you you know, Cullen told me that he reads <laughs> on the weekend 
when we were recognized and I was like, wait, you don't play video games? You don't nerd. And yeah, literally he's like, yeah, I read. I was like, like really, really? And I, I, it just was so like mind blowing to me. The fact that, I mean, again, this is very young, a young age. I was what, 20, 21 or probably 21, 22, whatever, whatever the hell age I was. Uh, <laughs> but people I, to, in my world, when I grew up, like we just didn't read. That wasn't a thing. Um, my parents didn't read to me really when I was growing up and that's not a, that's not a dig to them. I just never valued reading, right? I valued video games cause they're kick ass and I still do. Uh, but anyway, so my, that all goes to say that my, my goal for 2024 is to, to read a little bit more. Um, I used to, I, during the COVID years, I got very, very into reading. I think I crushed like 60, 70 books in a single year. Um, how much of that did I retain? Probably not too much because I was just crushing so, so much. Uh, but this year, man, I just want to read one book a month, man. Uh, super simple. It's kind of a downgrade from what I used to do uh, or what I told myself I wanted to do each year. But it's mm. it's super manageable. But it's also realistic, right? Because uh, like 24 books, like if you were to do two a, two a month, that's that's a lot, man. How many hours of either listening or reading? And I, I'm team. If you want to listen, I, I'm cool with it. I would prefer yeah. to have, you know, let's let's, uh, let's double down on this. Let's do... Uh, my my goal is twelve books a month, at least a third. Right, we'll do a third. Four of them have to be physical books. I think that would be very beneficial for me. But, yeah. but that's my goal is to read more and and specific as we're talking about the smart read at least a single book a month. Um, when we talk about our measurable, we're not talking about twelve books on the year. We're talking about specifically twelve a month. So maybe I miss a month if I read twelve books total. That's like a okay. We almost did it. Good job. It's a good job, not a great job. In order to get a great job, I really want to crush one a month. Um, and in order to achieve that, when we talk about the achievable aspect, I would I would say dedicating um, every morning one, or excuse me, every day one car ride of a listening, you know, listening to an audio book, or at least thirty minutes like before bed. Um, and this all goes to say, as like as we talk about the realistic, is I want to spend less time on my phone. Uh, I want to find more time to read. So maybe it's like, you know, a little, little TMI, going to the bathroom, grabbing a book <laughs> instead of my damn phone, right? Like, that could go a long way. Because um, yeah, that's you know. like two hours or so. <laughs> Just like <laughs> For me. on one sitting. Based on the amount <laughs> I eat. you. Uh, but But like... Yeah, I mean, and then when we go to bed and I'm on my phone and I'm scrolling and you get that blue light, I don't know anything about that, but I guess it's bad. If I were to transition that to 30 minutes of just reading a book, I, I think that could go a very, very long way. Um, so so when we talk about our timeline or our timeliness, really just the end of the year, like I want what next sandblasted banter, like our next end of the year sandblasted banter, I want to say, yes, I was able to consume 12 books, one a month, and and I, I achieved that goal. Um yeah, so I, I would say that's my my mental goal for 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 the most part is I just want to get back into reading. Um, maybe that's pipe smoking books. There's a couple that I want to get into, um, but but it, there, there's no no limit here. I'll do the fiction. I'll do the nonfiction. It, it doesn't matter to me. Heck yeah, yeah. I was I was kind of thinking like one thing along with the mental that I want to do, and I I know that we had talked about it as well is. I've actually been learning a language kind of just on Duolingo. I think I have like a two over two month streak going for it, which is pretty cool. I'm currently, as of time recording, I'm at 60 something days um, I'm learning Norwegian. And the reason for that 
is that producer wife and I are planning on a cruise. I think it's for our 30 year, 30, 30, I almost said 30 year anniversary, but our 30 year old birthday. So we're, we're talking 2026 is, uh, is kind of when we're looking to do that super expensive, but we have years to plan it at this point and save up and stuff like that. But our goal is to be able to speak Norwegian to all the people, people on the cruise, people at every destination we go to. And it's been pretty cool so far. Also, secondary goal with that is be able to speak to one another in front of the kids without them hearing what we're talking about, which is pretty funny and pretty cool. And I think that, uh, yeah, we just, producer wife has, she's almost at like a three month streak. There's people that have Damn. like the year, one year streak. I think I saw someone <laughs> three, three or five year it means they do it every day for like th- three minutes a day. No, they're hacking. It's like s- super easy, but it's, uh, yeah. I know you had talked about that as well. Probably several years ago when, uh, to be honest, just again, too much, Gene, I would go to this Mexican restaurant right right outside of Fort Benning. If you guys happen to be in the area, Fort Benning, Georgia, Columbus, Georgia, uh, it was called Bayarta. I mean, there's a trillion Bayartas throughout the United States, but that's specific one. (laughs) I would speak Spanish with, uh, I would ask for a table. I would ask for like, you know, food, beer, rice, chicken. Like I would do everything all in Spanish and they would help me, help me out. Uh, like, uno cerveza, and he'd be like, oh, Medelo, uh, mi amigo. Be like, si, uh, you know, uno Medelo, or uno, yeah, uno Medelo, uh, para el uh, Mesa, or I don't know, I, whatever it was, because I don't remember, because I haven't practiced. But I would practice, but when I moved away, because Get Wifed wasn't practicing, I was just kind of doing the app, and I got decent at it when you were looking at the app, but you really need someone to kind of go back and forth with. Um, and, and they really say the best method is to kind of label all the things in your house mm. with the, the, the language. And, and I think that would go a long way. That's kind of like a bonus for us. We do want to learn a language, uh, specifically, actually not even specifically, maybe it's Spanish, maybe it's sign language. We just want to do something where we're both on board. And I think those apps can be a, a mega gateway to doing so as long as you have, you know, your partner, whether that's a, a you know, a spouse, uh, a friend, uh, whoever, someone you have a, you have a teammate in order to do it with. Yeah, it's good. It's been fun. Cause like there's, there's been times I actually put the Norwegian keyboard onto my iPhone. There so you like go. I yeah. You're go, getting there. Go to it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to just every now and then say some, say some phrases to one another, but yeah. So Let's move on to our emotional goals and emotional. We're looking at things that kind of like make us feel good. uh, You know, maybe make other people feel good as well. And it involves like being emotionally connected to the ones you love and the people around you. So for my emotional goal, I want to volunteer like once a month. That's, that's, that's a big ask too. Yeah. Which, I mean, is, it's, which it's is serious. interesting, but it's not. Uh, it's, because it's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm looking to do it, you know, through, maybe through my church or there's some other local shelters and other kind of things that happen around here in in my area. So, that's, that's kind of the specific area. I don't have exactly one at mind. I know there's opportunities, again, at my church to do it, you know, at least once a month. Um, so, measurable 
my idea is that I'll do it once. uh, I'll pick a specific week each month, for example, like the third week. So I know every third week I'll, I'll be volunteering. And if something comes up, then, you know, we'll, we'll adjust from there. Achievable. I can spare one to two hours a month, you know, even more to this cause. And I see this as growing a good example for my children. And I don't know, I could see like bringing in the pipe smoking aspects, like talking about it with some people, whether that's other volunteers, you know, and just like maybe sharing, you know, hand rolled something with someone or sharing a pipe with, with a guy who's maybe going through a hard time or something like that, whatever it may be. I, I I'm kind of looking at it through that lens as well. So realistic, I'm connected with a church. They have volunteer opportunities there, shelters and all that stuff they're connected with and timely. It should ultimately be done by the end of end of the year. And I think unlike your book, I'm just going to do a minimum of 12 times throughout the year. Okay. No, I um, like that so, one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I dude, there it's like this is like the classic uh, loose quotes. Actually, not even quotes, like privileged at least American, I would imagine, the average human or the average privileged person who doesn't need the I would say the like effects of of all like I'm not everyone listening i would say 99.99% of the folks listening aren't in the position where like oh i need to go to an event where someone else is volunteering to help me right mm. because it's generally folks who are you know don't have homes or or can't even afford their food they're not going to be listening to podcasts as like that i mean this i'm generalizing right but but my my right. whole point here is like it is so easy for us to volunteer right for every so listener easy. here, it's easy for us to volunteer, and it's 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 no one has done it and felt bad. I know folks who have. I'm sure there's listeners who've been forced, you know, to volunteer through the state. Maybe maybe they had a you know a, a rough upbringing, got into some trouble, whether it was <laughs> or they were old and they got into some trouble. Maybe they were hurting and needed some supplies for the old family. You know, got caught up in in the wrong thing and was forced to do some community service at the end of the day. Well, yeah, of course being forced to do something sucks. There was probably like some good feeling about volunteering. We used to volunteer, uh, at like, uh, I've done, I've done some food shelters. I've done, um, uh, like animal shelters as well. That one's yeah. probably my favorite, uh, just cause it's Here's, less, quote sad, but, but every time you leave, about, you feel great, you feel great. And it's like, why yeah. am I not doing this more? And it's, it's very frustrating as like a, someone who is privileged to be like, yeah, why don't I do it more? Because I have the yeah. privilege. How, how about I help someone who doesn't? And that's the thing, like volunteering, like at my church, it's like greeting people. That's an opportunity to volunteer. It's like, uh, it's not that hard. You can volunteer for a 5K. You can do like, and I'm not saying it has to be at a at a shelter or whatever it is. Like a food bank. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to. Ideally, maybe that would be kind of the best one, but there's a, my gym is putting on an event. Like I could volunteer and they need help help out. Yeah. Yeah. And they need help. So that's kind of my idea. It's less like a specific place or ministry or food pantry or whatever. And more just like the idea of I've been, I feel like I've been very selfish and self-centered and and not necessarily like I put down others. It's just, I haven't helped others. If that makes sense. 
So less, less about like me hurting others with my selfishness, more so like I have this, I have the physical body, I have the capability and you know, the time is yeah, whatever, but like that it's still, it's can still be made. And yeah. look, we can also volunteer as a whole family or, you know, I bring the kids with me and do so. So it's, it's just one of those things where there's so many excuses that I've made over the years and stuff like that about why I can't do something. And it's 2024 seems to be a good time to start kicking those excuses to the curb, especially with this one. I, I love it, man. I mean, I, I see where you come from, right? Like when I was in uh, at Norwich uh, military school, a lot of my peers, a lot of my good peers were uh, national guards, in the National Guard, and our our National Guard unit, the Vermont National Guard, was on post or excuse me, on campus, and it was oh. really interesting. Where literally, like across from the barracks, you could find the National Guard. You go down the armory. So, the National Guard commitment is a once a month you go and do training for one weekend. Now, one weekend is a pretty big ask because if you only have four ish, five ish on a on a good month you're sacrificing the whole weekend. But either way, at the end of the day, it's like once a month, eh, that ain't too bad. And a lot of folks will join the National Guard or the Army Reserves and they'll be or any kind of reserve and at least in the US and be like, that's not that's not a big ask. But when it does come, you're always it's like it's always surprising. It's like, oh damn, it's already this month. It's already one this time of the month that I gotta go do the thing. Um and it, it, like at the end of the day, it, it it can become a big ask, right? And that's kind of like the whole point, right? You're you're sacrificing something that you would rather be doing in order to help someone, whether it's someone who doesn't have a house, can't eat, or is someone trying to put on a big event for a bunch of athletes, right, at your gym. But someone needs to give away their time. Um, you know, when it comes to, I've done this, the CrossFit events where it's like, hey, we're doing a Murph, but they needed graders. So someone had to take away their participation in order to volunteer their time in order yeah. to grade or or you know take notes or whatever the hell it is um but but either way i always notice that i would be really excited to hang out with one of my good friends on the weekend and he's like oh man i got i got i got duty or, or drill i got drill this weekend i'm like dude i feel like you had drill last weekend he's <laughs> like i did but it was the end of the month and now i have it at the first of the month it's still once oh. a month and I was like, bro, that's horrible. They they got your ass. <laughs> they got you. <laughs> but 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 for real, man. Like, and then when you have a family, you have kids, and weekends you very much look forward to. It's tough. Like, it's you know, where it, it is tough to get yourself to to go volunteer, whether it's for a mighty cause or a insignificant cause. Like, there are volunteer right. situations that are quite insignificant, but at the end of the day, you're helping someone, and yeah. and I think that goes a long way. So. I like that, man. I, I really do like that. Um, I think that, like I said at the beginning, every time someone volunteers, you get like this good emotional response from it. And and generally when it, you're doing it for literally nothing, like there's your name's not going to be put on a brick somewhere that's going to be put into a stone wall. Your, your name's not going to be put in the paper. The people aren't going to know that you're helping. It's just you're doing the thing because it needs to get done and you want to be of assistance. That's kind of when, at least when you put your head on the pillow, you're like, man, I feel good. I did what right. I could for the day and I didn't need someone to give me a medal on behalf of the things I did. So that, that's kind of how I look at it. So I, I commend you for that. Great goals. Thank you. Um, I maybe uh, let me, I can't steal your goal. So I'm going to go with, I want to volunteer 
Two a times th- a month. I want to say three. No, no three <laughs> times in the year. Just because I'm not going to try and take your goal. I'd love to feel volunteer oh, okay. a few times I see this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, Let's do it together. I'll, I'll keep, I'll, dude, that would be cool. Yeah, how about I do my three with you? I'll just come up. Yeah. I, would love to, I, would, I personally would love to do three um, very impact kind of full full day kind of thing. So I'll do three mm-hmm. full days and then like an hour on a weekend to help uh, someone set up a you know track meet or something. I want I would like to do three dedicated events. Um, I think you and I, if, whether you join or not, could be could be doable. But I'm, I'm not going to smart out that one because I was just a spitball after <laughs> your your goal. Um, not that this is a competition, but but yeah, I would say my emotional one is uh, I'm, I'm going to go off. Well, yeah, I'm going to take one from a producer guy here. You know, oh. last week or two weeks ago, I don't even remember at this point. We talked about our the, the monthly check in, which I was, albeit laughing hysterically about behind the microphone on mute because I thought it was a very funny thing because it was so foreign to me. But I think, I think there's some hashtag epic growth moments coming out of that. I think it would be very good. I think it'd be good for, you know, get wife and I to do a monthly marriage check-in. And and the way we're going to do that is we're going to get specific here. We're going to do it on the first of the month. As I kind of called you out, I was like, it doesn't have to be on the first. Right. And you're like, no, I think it's good. I'm like, ah, it feels a little cringe to me. I, I think I'll do some, exponential epic growth moments here if i specifically do the first of the month you know within reason if we miss it we can do the second i'm not going to be like oh we missed our goal um but but for the most part on the first of the month and the way we'll do it i think it would be good to have a date night uh we're we're very big on doing like a month a weekly date night by going out because i have the too much gene and i love to eat a lot of food so i very much look forward to going out and stuffing my face on the weekend at a restaurant this might in turn help us stop that. Uh, maybe do a once to maybe twice a month going out to eat, but we know that at least one of them will be on the first of the month, and we can go out. Um, and and it doesn't have to be on a weekend, so it it will help me grow as an individual. Where my mind thinks that I can only eat bad on the weekend. If I have a nice enjoyable meal on a Tuesday, it's going to be okay. Get right back to it on Wednesday. So so I'm going to take that. We're going to do our our little marriage check ins. Um, and yeah, this is kind of similar with our, our, uh, um, with, with my reading, I'd like to do it 12 times, uh, once a month. Um, and, and with that, we'd also like to write out some actionable steps. I'm thinking maybe we just as, as natural as possible, get a, get a little journal, talk about things that we talked. Okay. You know, Adam was horrible at, you know, cleaning the showers and cleaning the toilets, you know? we would like to see some progress in the following month, right? Where I'm not trying to put it all on get wifed. So I think, I think there's some, some, some fairness there and, and we can kind of go back and, and kind of with our check-in, we can see what we did good, what we did bad. And, and I like how you put it last week where it's a, a good way for us to just chat. You can't get upset and there's going to be, you can't, you can't hide back emotion, right? If someone's, if she says, Hey, I don't like how you did this. It's going to have some emotion, but you at least know the back of your head. Okay. I need to not suppress it, but internalize it so we can continue uh, so I can grow. And I think that's that's very, very valuable. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we put it loosely, you know, a 20 to 30 minute discussion over, you know, maybe it's ice skating. I don't know how much of that's going to happen in the, the deep south here in North Carolina or Virginia <laughs> or South Carolina, wherever the hell I end up being. Uh, but but some some kind of event where maybe it's just before dinner, before we're eating. As we order, we like, okay, this is our time to chat while we're waiting for a meal. 
Um, and then if we got to finish it, we can finish it on a walk outside, you know, something, something like that. And as we talk about realistic, um, you know, just the whole purpose is I'd like to, I'd like to develop my ability to express myself because I'm very, very bad at it. You know, it's like whenever I'm upset, it's like, oh, I'll be all right. No, what's wrong? I don't know. And genuinely, I don't know most of the time, but maybe it's one of these things where us having a back and forth, I'm able to figure out, okay, maybe I did know, I just didn't realize I knew it kind of thing. Um, so, and I think that all kind of encapsulates this general marriage development, always kind of dating to marry kind of thing or marry to date or whatever it is, marry to date, that's what we're going to go with and and just just continue to, you know, love life and love each other. And I don't know, I, I think, I think, Everything after that is just so much better. If you if you love your wife, you love your life. Uh, I don't like the phrase "happy happy wife, happy life," which is mm. absolutely true, but it seems kind of scapegoaty. Uh, yeah, but, it's like the whole ball and chain. Yeah, yeah I don't love ball that. Ball and I, chain. It's like yeah, which is a hilarious joke, and I love that joke. And if you ever put it to me in person, I'm going to laugh because it's good. Uh, but but if you, it's good because it's a joke. And if once it becomes not a joke, we they're we like, some issues. "What are you laughing at, son?" <laughs> it's like, it's like, no, literally, I got a ball and chain back at home, and it's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. All right, so let's let's move on to these physical goals. Um, these are just things involving the body. They could be body. literal f- the body feats of physical, you know, accomplishment. They could be things like nutrition wise. Um, but I think ours are just kind of like in the. F- you know, the actual like accomplishment realm. So for me, mine is 100 consecutive double unders. What's so that? For, yes. So for those who do not know what a double under is, think a single like jump rope. You just spin the rope around you once, but a double so would under that be is, a single under. That is a single. Like a, if I'm jump roping, everyone's idea of jump roping, that's a single under correct okay just going once jump twist jump twist go. jump twist jump twist jump twist so jump the, twist so jump. double under would be what twist, jump twist jump twist, or twist. jump jump twist would be <laughs> jump twist twist jump twist twist okay so so two rotations so think think you know a uh, just a regular jump rope is this pattern is just like going where a double under is and, and the Thick. clap is the sound of the the crack, the, yeah, of of, it, of the of whip it hitting the ground, the whip. Yeah. Okay, jump rope. Whoa, yeah. yep, it's jump rope. <laughs> so they actually say like to practice it, you want to jump and then hit your hands on your thigh. Like that's a good start to get the idea of the the pattern that you're doing. Huh? Like, so you jump and as you're jumping, you hit your hands on your side or your thigh twice, like. Instead of actually using the rope, you just jump. Oh, go. so you, as you're in the air in the jump, you you tap your hands twice. Yeah, yeah. And so like you, that you, gets an idea, and then they actually have these cool things that are like they're like maracas, but they're uh, handles. La cucaracha, la cucaracha. Da 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 da. da. Uh, yeah. yeah sorry, so they not, they have. <laughs> They have uh, the beads and stuff in it because I didn't say I didn't study my duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a year, so, and I'll get that right. Anyway, yes. go go ahead. So so you shake them and they make the sound same same as 
kind of hitting your thighs or whatever, but it's an actual, they're weighted. So you kind of like feel them. So it goes. And but you're still shaking. doing the physical jumping motion. Correct. Okay. And then you kind of move into just like actual stuff. So anyways, 100 consecutive. Um, I'm, I can do a hundred consecutive single unders, no problem, but the double unders works a lot of muscles and all that stuff. It's a so, smoke dude. your heart rate goes smoke. to megatown, which is really fast. Yeah. The folks I actually never just, been. <laughs> I purchased a rope today. I just got a rope. It's on the way. I had one, but it was a super fast one and I need a little bit of like heavier one to like have the kind of, um, like feedback that I need, especially when I'm practicing and stuff like that. So this movement is one of the main things that I have struggled with in my kind of CrossFit thing that I've been doing for the past three years. That and handstand walks, but that's a very technical like gymnastics movement. So so Uh, how many can you do like, maybe not right now, but like when you're like, Okay, I've been I've been hitting my diet. I've been working out consistently. It's been two, three months. I've had a you know a cheat day for a pipe show or two, but like for the most part, like what what are you sitting at double unders? You at like ninety eight? Are you close? And you just no, can't get the last two. No, I'm at. I think the most I've ever done is thirty in a row, which is hard. It sounds like because yeah. I think the most I've ever done was like twelve, and I was like, holy flip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, people do 100, 200, no problem. Um, 50 is like just another day type of thing. So I'm I'm really aiming to have this done not by the end of the year. This is probably by July or August time frame. So some ways I'm going to do it, looking to practice two to three times a week at home, outside of kind of the workouts that I'm doing, as well as what I was doing doing for practice before I would do the whole workout heart rate would be up and going. And then I would do two to three minutes afterwards and just accumulate repetitions in two to three minutes. So the idea was that if I can do two to three minutes and get, I think I got 75 or like 80 in two minutes or something, not consecutive, just like going. Yep. Just getting after it. Yep. And the idea is that, okay, if I can do this, after I've gotten my heart rate to 170, I did a 30-minute high-intensity workout. I'll be able to do, you know, 100 eventually. It just like going. So, my my coach when yeah. I was doing CrossFit, this was about six months ago at this point. Unfortunately, uh, he was saying the don't even attempt a double under until you can do 100 consecutive singles, like as like a a day job. Right? It's just something you yeah. do. Uh, and I, I struggled to get that far. I was close by the end, but like jump roping sounds like such an easy move movement, <laughs> but it's it's really not once you start doing it when you're a little bit taxed. But but I think that's that's a sick goal, man. I would I can't wait to check in on. So it sounds like we'll do a sandblast adventure, um, you know, mid year, right? To oh, see yeah. we could do one where where it's like, hey, where are we at on our goals? How much have we screwed up? Which I'm there will be, right? We're not. Yeah. We are the last people to tell you. Oh, we got a hundred percent of our goals, a hundred percent of the time, right? Like, there's, I'm sure you'll be like, "Damn, I only read like a quarter of the Bible, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm behind by a significant amount, right?" Thirty because books. stuff happened. You know what I mean? Like, and that's that's the reality. Same with me, and I'll be like, "Oh man, like a book and a half, I was crushing it in the beginning, um, yeah. and now I'm gonna pivot my goal to where I gotta read 
you know, the 12 or whatever in the year or whatever. But um, no, I, I think that's a that's a sick goal because the, the one thing I picked up on in the whole fitness with the double under stuff, you do, you, the only way to do it is by doing it outside of like the workout or the gym. Yeah. You have to do some amount of preparation on your own. It's like it's like pull-ups. The best way to get better at pull-ups is by doing more. Like yeah. you just gotta you yeah. just gotta do more. So yeah. Okay. Well, so when we talk about my physical goals, and this is a big shout out, I guess, to, to our good friend uh, JP. Um, you know, our good friend Parks, who's a, a listener of the show, and he said, pick up on the uh, the hashtag uh, get fit, stay piped, you <laughs> hashtag slackers kind of thing. Um, and and I think we were slacking a little bit in my physical prowess has slacked because we didn't do that but um uh i would say my goal here our physical goal is i want to be able to run half a marathon with without stopping i've done probably three or four this year and it was i had taken some breaks not not races by the way yeah yeah not races this is like (laughs) let me just see how far i can run see what happens uh but at the five mile mark i'd you know undo my shoes you know, let my feet kind of the muscles relax, put my shoes back on, retie them a couple stops, you know, do a little quad stretch at mile nine kind of thing. So I would like to do a, a full half marathon, maybe not race style, but to be able to just jog it, no speed. I don't care about the time to be able to jog it without being like, man, I'm cramping. My calves are, you know, cinder blocks. I have a headache. I just want to be able to run the damn thing feeling like, okay, that was a great workout while maintaining it's pretty specific, so we're kind of touching into our specifics and our measurables. <laughs> but our our deadlift of five hundred, it's a lot of pounds, and I've never that been is. able to do that. I did it today. I got four hundred five as my max, which is insane. Let's 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 put a little pin there. Like four hundred five, yeah. maybe not insane, but that's that's phenomenal. That is, that is For a, a strong tall skinny of, kid. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I honestly I wouldn't. Even, I probably wouldn't even be able to do four hundred five right now. Um, without any really? training, no. I think so. Because I mean, I haven't been. Last time I deadlift was probably like several months ago. It's just, it's okay. just been not in my my repertoire Rep- of working out. Ooh, okay. uh, but, uh, but, but I'd like to do the five hundred on the deadlift because the most I've ever done um, is probably four forty five, four fifty five. Um, I'd like to do a, a three hundred fifteen pound bench. The most I've ever did was, I think I got three eighty five last year. Um, <laughs> that was definitely. <laughs> That is an insane statement, right? I, I get that. Uh, it was that was that was pretty gnarly. So I, I'm gonna scale that back, maintain the 315, maybe for a couple of reps. But um, I'd also like to squat 405. So I've done the 405 squat before. No, I don't know if I have. Maybe I have for twat two. I don't know. I like to do 405, 315, 500 while being able to maintain, um, you know, a half marathon consistent run. I'm not talking about pace. I don't care about the time. But if I were to be like, okay, let me start jogging, and the next time I stop is when I'm done 13.1 miles, I'm good. Uh, when I was benching 385, I would have been hard-pressed to complete a two-mile run. Right? <laughs> I was just consuming calories. I was lifting. I wasn't running. Um, you know, we, we did some Murph stuff where the miles were, were very, very difficult. So this is a very unique goal. I think, it's, it, I think it is achievable. Um, when we talk about, as I mentioned, uh, the, the realistic aspect of it, I've I've done similar numbers, just not quite all of them at the same time. Um, and the way I'm going to achieve this, I think I'm going to join either another gym, another CrossFit kind of thing, 
or maybe get a coach, maybe not necessarily for the uh, the workouts, but maybe as the the diet. I've talked about how mm. I've had a mega eating disorder. It's mostly gone, but it's still a little bit there where I'll eat like crazy, horrible, and then I'll just fast for three or four days. That's 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 bad. Don't don't listen to bad my fitness not good you know approach, but there's things I can learn and I'm hoping to kind of square away that in the physical aspect this year. Um, but yeah, honestly, it's it's not one of those things where at the end of the year we're like, I'm going to say, okay, December, let me try all this. It's going to be, if I can do it at any point in the year, I would say, you know, maybe it comes in March, which would be insane. It won't. Uh, but but at some point in the year, if I do it all in one month, a 30-day period, uh, that's that's a victory. Like the, the lifts and the run have to be in the same calendar month. So yeah, I think uh, I think that satisfies satisfies our uh, our get fit stay piped just uh, just a wee bit for the folks who are yeah. kind of annoyed that we kind of dumped it. True. All right, let's move to kind of like our last main main one here. And then we'll have a couple couple side ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our like pipe and tobacco, maybe get pipe podcast, get pipe YouTube channel related stuff. So my goal is seven consecutive days of piping. So for me, that's, uh, you know, I said, this is the specific smoking and pipe seven consecutive days. It's a very specific goal for me as it is quite difficult in this stage of life. Uh, measurable seven days, minimum of seven bowls. Whoa. Um, so one a day, one a day, right? That, so that, so by the end of 2024, you want to be in like for one week, I was able, I crushed, yeah every single day one full bowl that is a great goal yeah um achievable people have seven bowls a day so i can at least do one a day for a week right is what i wrote for achievable um realistic (laughs) maybe my most unrealistic the dude dude punch the dude who smokes seven bowls a day is just punching the air and he's like yeah, don't remind me how bad I am. Yeah, that is in how much I consume. <laughs> uh, but I, I, this realistic maybe my most unrealistic one out of uh, the the four we've had so far. But uh, timely, I mean, I should be able to have this done in the first week of the year, right? That's what I. <laughs> that's Physically, what I yes. Physically, yes. Yeah. So, um, I I thought that was uh, both a good a humorous goal, but. I think it's also legitimate is like, I've, I've kind of strayed away from the pipe and I want to get back and this is, this could be a good way to do it. Um, you know, I'm thinking maybe not super full bowls, but at least like a solid 30 minute smoke. Um, yeah. Kind of get oh, that. Yeah. That's yeah. That, that makes 20, mark, 20, 30 minutes, you know, um, not just something quick, not a cigar, not a hand roll. I ain't talking sushi, but yeah. Uh, ha- use my pipe rotation um and you know use it to the point where i'm like yeah i kind of want some more pipes and then go get go go buy some more pipes so okay well hell yeah i i love it man i'm all on board i'd love to you know help you with that be there for you as you talk about it someone to to pick the brain of um um as we go forward we're we're, we're getting towards the end of this episode as producer guy had said uh but uh our the this the, the little lady we have across the uh the way here or ingrid the the australian shepherd is it's getting a little feisty uh we're at a point where at 11 p.m on wednesday before the episode goes live there's just no work around you're gonna have to deal with a couple puppy noises 
Um, as we get through the end of this episode, there's just there's no cover my ash to come at this point. We're gonna roll through it now. But she's playing with her little duck, which is super cute. Um, okay, well, bear with me, fellas. <laughs> um, but my my uh, but my pipe and tobacco goal is is about growth, and I it's it's really focused in on the Get by podcast and the YouTube channel. So specifically, uh, what growth looks like is I would love. By 2024, the end of 2024 anyway, is to have 3,000 average listeners. Uh, so we have currently about 1,400 to 1,600. I'm sure some of you guys are like, I wonder how many people even listen to the show. Um, and you might think we're at the 10,000, 20,000, but we're, we're not. Like we're, we're at a very good amount. Like that is a lot. More than 1,000 people listen to our show on average every week. Um, I would say the average is about 1,400, I'm sure. You know, after this uh, producer guy kind of speak the more specifics, but sometimes it's 1,600, sometimes it's 1,200, you know, especially during this Christmas season. But uh, that's that's kind of what we're looking at. I'd like to double that uh, to, to about 3,000. Um, but with uh, the YouTube channel, um, I think we could get, surprisingly, to 20,000 subscribers. Uh, this is not going to be you guys. I know all of you listening are already subscribed. But the way YouTube works, man, is you just post a video and it can go nuts. And the key there is consistency. Um, so with a measurable goal being one episode a month for the YouTube channel, and then, of course, as we've always done, never missing an episode on the Get By podcast, I really do think we can achieve that. I'm at a 7.5 thousand on uh, uh, YouTube subscribers. And as we had mentioned, about 1,400 average on uh, the podcast. I think these are very, very doable. It's almost like uh, the the growth is it 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 compounds. Like the growth exponentially grows um, as we, we as we move forward. And and it's like why, right? If you were to ask me why, why do you why do you want more listeners versus less listeners? Like I I I really don't have an answer to that, right? Because when we started this, we didn't care if we had any of the listeners versus zero. I mean, we didn't want zero listeners, right? But but as we continue, we at least want to, a mom and dad, you know. <laughs> yeah, except the, the the producer moms and the and get get moms. But but my thought process is like, we're having fun, man. I really feel like we're growing more pipe smoking uh, a, appreciation, and we're even growing pipe smokers in and of themselves. This is good, man. I I, I like where we're at. I just of course I'm doing this so people listen and enjoy it. And if they're enjoying it, then it's a good thing. And like I said, if we, how about this 2020, the end of 2024, if we're at less than 1400 end of the show, sorry about all the folks who want us to get to 999. But like, I, I genuinely think we're adding some value to, to the sphere and, and the hobby of pipe smoking. So I think if I commit to one episode a month on YouTube, which is a very, very, very doable thing. Um, sometimes it could be more, but, one a month would be a very, very awesome thing for me. Um, and yeah, I think that's what I want at the end of the year. Just one episode a month. And then, of course, one episode for the podcast every single week without fail. I love it, man. Well, let's let's hit our last two just kind of quick ones. Um, so this this last two, Adam and I have goals for each other. I'm going to have him go go first. And then we have a we have a goal for the listener. So, Adam, what is your what is your goal? For me, this I kind of threw this on producer guy. Um, <laughs> puppy didn't, but I did. Uh, last minute, and you know, I I've been watching producer guy grow 
and, and you guys have too, as as a pipe smoker, as a podcaster, as a, a member of the pipe smoking community, as a friend of me. And my goal for producer guy is actually, I I want by this episode one year from now, <laughs> I want you to be able to say your favorite tobacco blend. I want you oh. to have what Get Piped has as a Mac Baron Burley Flake. Maybe, and I don't think that's the best tobacco in the world. It just happens to be my favorite. Yeah, I think I think at the end of the day, again, sorry for the puppy in the background. Uh, you just have your own blend. You're ready to to say, hey, this is my damn blend. I want to smoke it. Hey, what's your favorite blend? It's XYZ. I think maybe my favorite doesn't mean like it's going to be forever, right? I, I think Mac Baron can change my Mac Baron Burley Flake. Um, mm. There's a couple others I bounce around, but if you had a, at least one that you were like, okay, I can revert to this. I have 10 minutes. This will make me feel good, taste good, just satisfy my need to be a pipe smoker. That That's the blend I'm looking for. And I'm hoping that at, by the end of 2024, we can talk about this and you're like, yeah, it's XYZ blend. I think okay. that would be amazing for, for both you, the listener, for me, the podcast, the community. I think it'd be really, really cool. Okay. I... I like that. That's, yeah, I, I need to do that. I agree. I agree. So I'll, I'll, that'll go into my, the, like the seven day stuff. I'm going to maybe really try to focus on, Yeah. I won't find it then, but like no, maybe no, 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 there's, no. there's something that, that could just like burst in front of me. Uh, my goal for you, I think is a little funnier and kind of like lighthearted because I see, a lot of I see a lot of growth that's happened with you into the podcast and just kind of like your understanding of pipes and tobacco and all that stuff. So so mine will be a little more lighthearted. Mine is when we go to like a big pipe show. Okay. To listen to your own advice. Okay. Listen to your listen to your own advice about the pipe shows. And I guess going along with that, the funny part is like do one round with me and then go back and talk to everyone. Like let's, I let's get our, let's, you are no, you are notoriously bad. I go, I get three rounds done while you're still on the first set of tables. So yeah, I know literally. I, I move, I move quick cause I'm just kind of like looking at stuff and just kind of moving and going. And so that's whether it's the, the big show at Chicago or Vegas, whatever one we end up, you know, I end up going to or both, just at least at one of those walk with me the first time round the tables and then kind of listen to some of your advice. So yeah, I, that would be, which is interesting, mega <laughs> beneficial to me. Um, because dude, I see it. I remember I was halfway through the first row of like 20 at the Vegas pipe show. And you were like, I've already gone through twice. You know what I mean? And it's because I, I, I love chatting with you guys. And, and the, the, yeah. uh, honestly, it's not even like there's like get pipe listener who's like, hey, I'd love to, Adam, I'd love to chat with you for one second. I mean, that's happened. But a lot of the times is I just, I go to a table and yeah. I'm, a, I'm afraid to say, hey, this pipe's great, but I need to see the rest of the show. And I just get into a conversation and yeah. it's like, oh, you know, I, I like this one, you know, I just, which is both a blessing and a curse in is. a way. Right. Because it's like you need that relationship. If you don't have the relationship, the Get Pipe podcast, the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club doesn't exist in at all. Right. Without yeah. human connections and relationships. But 
there's there's a reason you gave that advice to other people as well because it exactly. it works in in some way so yeah i'll uh, i'll throw well, your own stuff right back at you when i talk about how much i regret missing uh the david huber pipe from the vegas pipe show of 2022 mm. it wasn't because i told myself i had to go through a full lap and come back and make that purchase it was because I failed to do that full lap in a timely amount of time. The same yeah. way as with I missing in the 2023 Vegas pipe show, missing that Jay Allen pipe. It wasn't yeah. because I failed to do a full lap is because I took so long to get that full lap done. Um, had I done it the right way, I think the best way is to be like, Hey, you know, shake a couple hands. I'm just getting through. I'm going to be running through these great stuff on the table. I'll put a pin in this, take a photo, keep moving. By the time you're you're ready, if you really do push through, you can get uh, you know your eyes on everything and then purchase the the best pipe. Whereas I take way too damn long. Um, again, and and I'm not gonna. We're producer guy isn't either. He's not saying I shouldn't socialize. Of course, that's one of our favorite. That is our favorite part. But right, like right. why not have both? Because you're yeah. right. You can absolutely crush the 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 show floor in a matter of forty minutes. And then do the rest yeah. of it. You ha now you have your favorite pipe and you're talking to all your favorite friends and your favorite <laughs> listeners, which is yeah. any of them and any of your favorite, you know, tobacco blenders or, you know what I mean? You have, and then you can right. go down to the people that you've never talked to before and just introduce yourself because you've already gotten the things you really, really wanted. And then you leave the show without any like buyer's remorse or, uh, I guess, terrier's remorse, someone who's taken too long. <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's good. I think that's a great thing, and that's probably the best goal you can give me. And I, I fear that it's going to be Vegas <laughs> that we we put that into practice. Yeah. Um, that'll probably be the next big show where we we really put it to the test. But yeah, man, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. And and while we really wanted to put on a a goal for each other, we also wanted to put on a goal for the listeners. So for you guys. This is our impromptu, a little secret, a little uh, last second goal that we have directly for you. So if you are listening, if you are a listener of the Get Pipe Pod, if you're just listening, if this happens to be your first episode, it doesn't apply to you. But if you listen to more than two episodes of the Get Pipe Podcast, um, unless you're Get Mommed, because I get that, ah, you know what? Take that back, including Get Mommed. Um, this, this is uh, a, a call out, a goal that I have for you, the listener. And that is, and this is on, you know, producer guys. Well, this is us together. It's for you to go to some kind of a pipe smoking event. Now, what that means Ooh. is in 2024, you don't have to smoke a pipe. You don't have to buy a tobacco. You don't have to buy a pipe, but you have to go, you have to attend some kind of pipe event. Maybe that's, that could be at the very, as we tear this out, the very bottom tier because of means and ability and work and travel and all that, maybe that's just going to the most local cigar shop, pipe shop, whatever it is, and just having a handshake with the individual saying, hey, I listened to the Get Pipe podcast. They had told me I should get out to a pipe shop, see what it's all about. Just know that there are pipe smokers in your area. You could go home. You could buy nothing. Would love for you to buy a tin of tobacco, support the local brick and mortar. Maybe that would be amazing. But that's kind of our bottom tier. Our next tier would be going to a pipe club, man. There are pipe clubs across the United States and the United uh, Pipe Clubs of America that does a wonderful job of keeping these uh, clubs as chartered events and they're once a month. 
But at the same time, there's a, many clubs that are kind of, uh, you know, freelance. I don't know. They're, they just kind of do their own thing. We think about the Indiana Pipe Club, who's looking to get their their charter. Uh, but there, but there are clubs out there just to go to one, right? And you don't even got. And I'm thinking about my 15 non-pipe smokers who listen. Just for you to go to one of these events, be like, hey, you don't even got to say get pipes, but say, hey, I, I, I listen to some pipe podcasts. I thought this was very cool. I'd love to get somewhat involved, maybe quote volunteer, help out for you know a slow s- slow smoke competition. Maybe it's handing out matches for the the event, whatever it might be. Just kind of getting involved. That would be our our second tier. Um, but but the the primary goal here would be a third tier, and that's going to some kind of a pipe event. Maybe that's a meetup. Maybe that's a pipe show. Ideally, a pipe show. Um, and and. I'll even classify like the Smitty cigar event as like a, a pipe show. Whereas it's like, Hey, maybe the folks of Iowa want to all meet up at a specific location. Maybe it's not a pipe club, but it's a meetup. Sure. That, that even counts as well. But if you're going to the Smitty event, you're going to Mule Town, Vegas, Chicago, uh, Richmond, Columbus. I mean, there's so many pipe shows out there. Maybe you're going to the one in Germany where maybe you're going to one in Japan. There's so many pipe shows out there. If you can make it to one, pipe show this year pipe meetup pipe event you would have satisfied the goal of get piped and that's in turn our goal right like i don't know if this goal will ever be achieved because we will always want our listeners to try to get to at least one event um throughout the year but you have 365 days try to make it happen maybe it's a longer commute on a particular day maybe you got to take a day off um you know there there is some sacrifice but i promise you the the day off will will be rewarded you know the time off from work will be rewarded with the the amazing community that is there and i, I do promise you that you don't have to know anybody get pipe doesn't have to be there producer guy doesn't have to be there you know anyone can go to these events you don't know anybody you just gotta say hey i'm a pipe smoker what's your favorite blend and you already got a 35 40 minute conversation ahead of you and a good friend for the rest of your life so that that would be our call out our goal for for the listener of the get pipe podcast if you could get to one event and when we get to this episode one year from now the end of 2024 our last sandblasted banter of the year i'm gonna call you out i want to know who was able to do it i want to know for the folks who couldn't i want to know for the folks who tried were on their way got a flat tire their catalytic converter exploded and they couldn't do it i want to hear about all of that and i want to hear about the folks who were able to do it who they did what they bought what they purchased and the friends they made and the friendships they've uh, kept and in, in, in will be going for the days and days and to the forever future of the Get Pipe podcast, at least till episode 999. I, I want to hear all about that. So so that would be our goal for you. But I'd like to see you guys at the next Pipe Show. If you happen to be there, when we're there, and that's the reason you're there, let us know and we'll be sure to put it in our, uh, our little show notes for one year from now when we talk about it. Uh, but we'd like to see you at the next Pipe Show. Segments, segments, let's go. We got two today. We got a little bit of this or that, and we got some blind rankings. I knew what was coming, so I just cut you off. Yeah. All right. Before we do the blind rankings that Adam does not know about, let's get into some this or that. And, uh, you know, 
I, I'm going to say, unfortunately for us, fortunately for the listener who loves these long episodes, these are some thinkers. So um, these are from Russ, our good friend Russ. We got five, as always, a little bit of this or that. So the first one is be able to smoke a pipe whenever and wherever you want or go to a pipe show whenever you want. Wow. Which is super fitting to the last goal. That is. And I, I really do promise. Actually, I almost don't want to promise. I almost want you to think that I was smart enough and producer guy was smart enough to to put what I no. was going to say, but it, that's just all happenstance. Um, I'm going to go with smoke a pipe anywhere and everywhere. As much as I want you all and me all to go to pipe shows whenever we want, I would love for my pipe show. Like we've talked about it. I get paid zero dollars to go to pipe shows. I lose a lot of dollars to get <laughs> <laughs> go to pipe shows Literally. i don't sell anything i mean sometimes we sell a couple pocket jars maybe a t-shirt um but but the main thing is we're we're enthusiasts and we want to be there for you guys who can't even go and be able to talk about it um and some of you guys are like oh man i don't worry i hate when you go because i'm jealous so don't go i i totally <laughs> stop for you going. guys too but i'm gonna go um but i think there's been so many times in my life where like i mean just today when we were going to pick up puppy I wanted to smoke a pipe so bad because I told you I didn't really get to smoke too many tobacco pipes in my time off the past four days. I, I had a couple, really one and a half throughout the, the city of Boston. That was about it. Maybe a cigar at one of the events. But I was just busy. I didn't get to smoke a pipe and I'm driving around, get wifed, and she's not she's not a fan of being in the car while I'm smoking a pipe. Uh, so with our six hours worth of driving from, you know, where we live in North Carolina up to Virginia to pick up this puppy. I was just like, man, this would be so much cooler if I was smoking a pipe. So I guess, albeit I probably quote could have for all the macho men out there like, Oh, it's my car, my life, my wife, I get to smoke whenever I can and want or whatever. I, we don't run that way. More power to you. Uh, actually, honestly, less power to you. Be nice to your wife. But um, <laughs> to, to be honest for us, that's True. not how we operate. But given this, this or that, if I were to pick that one, I would be able to smoke my pipe in that situation. I would also get to smoke my pipe in, in the parks of Boston, which is illegal. There's many states that don't allow you to smoke outside. Uh, in the army, I can't smoke in the office. Um, there's an uh, an army regulation that prevents me from doing so. I think it's AR 600-68. Uh, I hate that regulation. I'm not allowed to smoke in a building, not allowed to smoke within 50 feet of a building. If I were to be at work and just smoke my pipe, man... <sighs> That'd be so much better than a pipe show. As much as I love a good pipe show, I got to go with that one. Heck yeah. I I think I'll go the first one whenever and wherever. Really? Well, yeah. okay. So so how would that how would that look for you? Because again, this is like in a this is a reality where that includes like the welfare of your family, your kids, like yeah. everyone is happy. So I, I'm curious if an event where there was no negative, quote, negative side effects of a pipe smoking to your family, to your friends, to your work, where would you smoke a pipe? Now, this is very curious. Maybe it's in your car and it has no smell, absolutely zero. Where where would producer guy decide to smoke his pipe given this perfect reality? Yeah, I think it would be, I think it would be the car. Or, okay. yeah, honestly, it would even just be like, outside and this is more of the whenever rather than the wherever if that makes sense and like the whenever is going to come and like you know the the ultimately it's going to be another year or two or whatever that's three, true where that, close to it 
that'll come in to the fruition. grand scheme of life. Yeah, man. <sighs> grand scheme of life. I talked about it with Brian. It's like, this is a phase. This is a stage of life like anything. And uh, I hate that I keep talking about it, but it's just how it is. And uh, well, here, here we go. I don't hate it because there's some listeners who are going to be like, man, I can't stand Brian Levine. I ain't listening to that episode. So, <laughs> which would be very sad because I love Brian Levine. I texted well, no. him Merry Christmas to him and his wife, but but people aren't <laughs> going to know what you said on that episode. So I'd love for you to at least Fair. a little bit here. Fair. I didn't mean necessarily the episode. I meant just like this stage of life. I've talked about it for like, I feel okay. like the past okay. 10 episodes. So that's just annoying. But uh, it's not, I man. Get, it's not. And if man. they are, you know, kick rocks kick rocks but anyways respectfully i i guess yeah (laughs) i would do do the car i think yeah i think that would be the truck would be a good place to do it so i would love that for you i i also i'm holding out on on a reality that i live in like this version of me lives in where you do get to the yeah the pipe smoking well and even maybe it's like once a week you know you never know we'll start our own business so then i don't have you know my boss or whatever complaining about the smell of you know an aromatic tobacco and being like oh, do you drive you know? your boss around no, no 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 just like if i were to smoke in my car go to work smell like a tobacco or virginia or whatever whatever it is it's just there have been a couple times where i showed up to pt and one of the lieutenants was like sir you smell like you smoke I'm like yeah, i smoke pipes and he's like yeah i can smell it i'm like damn i wish you didn't i'm still gonna do it but i do wish you didn't yeah <laughs> Um, All right. Okay. Oh, I love that man. That that, yeah. that I've always cur- been curious about that. Yeah. All right. Next one. Would you rather have a pipe from every artisan you discover, or one artisan to make you unlimited pipes, like shapes, different oh. shapes, all that stuff? Oh, when I was reading this one, I was like, oh gosh, dang. Man, I. Wow. I'll go first. Because I'd love to hear what you have to say. I would take the the Jay Furman route, and I would go as many artisans. Like I would go from every artisan I discover. Okay, I think that's the the that's like the 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 moral good answer. Yeah, like I I think I have like the utilitarian or whatever you want. Yeah, whatever that is. I think I've because I am so particular with my pipes. I I've become. there's there's pipes that I like don't love and I just know they're on the chopping block even though they have great meaning they have great uh, reason to to be in my collection uh, but um so for that reason I want I almost want to say just pick my favorite artisan which I don't really have but there's a couple that come to mind that could make all of my pipes forever but then I think back to the Jay Furman argument and yeah I think. Why would I not want to have one of every artisan that I've ever interacted with? Um, dude, that's a tough one. I, I think I'm going to go with that one. I think you, you changed my mind bringing up Jay Furman, who's been an, a fervent uh, individual who's created such a great um, awareness, created such mega awareness, omega awareness for all of the pipe smokers and pipe artisans across the uh, the Instagram and, and, and other sites that aren't even on Instagram. Right. I, I think there's, there's a lot of value. I think we've taken a lot of value out of him and his ability to showcase other folks who aren't even, maybe, maybe they aren't even making pipes. Maybe they're modifiers, Cobb modders, Briar modders. He's just a wonderful human. So yeah, I guess in, in pursuit of the betterment of pipe smoking, it would be better for me 
to have one of every interaction or one pipe from every interaction that I've had from an artisan. Uh, but that's a tough one because, like, if I were to have my favorite artisan just crush out pipes for me, it'd be pretty sweet. You know, yeah. I would love a trillion Il Cherokee pipes or, you know, Todd Brunkman or Nate King, J- Jason Pat. Like, there's so many out there. Right? Yeah. You know, Kevin Foster, Stephen Cat. I, I could go on and on, but um, true. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with one of every, which All is right. the hard one, but yeah. Next one smoke a pipe with anyone you want dead or alive or smoke a pipe while observing any animal you want alive any or animal. extinct Whoa. by far yeah i think oh that's an easy one for me if i could smoke a pipe where the animal isn't affected by the smoke or me and it's just like one of those things where yeah, I'm, you're just in, observing. I'm there observing dude the, i am so fascinated with uh both monkeys and primates two different things um like it's like it's like this out of body experience right because you know they're very they're so similar especially like gorillas they're, my new thing is watching gorillas eat like food on instagram <laughs> or whatever and it's just they're so human like but they're not right except they just they know how to open the thing they know how to eat the thing uh if there's like, I, I watched a video of a gorilla just like touching a, a an injured bird very gently, and it's dude, it's just so fascinating because they're so similar to us, and you know, you know, like the orangutan has a like ninety eight percent same DNA kind of thing. Like we, there's some there's a reality where we're all pretty damn similar, and we just happen to be the most evolved and to be able to smoke a pipe and just watch these beautiful creatures who are absolute animals, uh, who I don't think we should domesticate or try to hang out with or, you know, play poker with, but you know, you watch some of these things do some computer puzzles. It's, it's, it's almost like you have like this out of body experience. We had like, I remember I went to a, this is a really, really quick one. I went to a, a zoo probably two years ago and this, this little monkey was putting his hand like by his side where what for me would have been my pocket and was like acting like he was reaching in a pocket and then extending his hand with his palm open. And he was trying to get me to throw him food from in my pocket. (laughs) And like he taught, like the monkey thought he was teaching me a grown ass man who's (laughs) gone to primary school, high school has a degree how to feed the animal and i was like this is this is something like my whole reality it was almost like if like a man were to meet an alien it would just be like oh my gosh i'm in this like catatonic state so i'm gonna go with the animal it's they're they're very very fascinating uh 100 smoke a pipe just observe I, i'd be the next jane goodall if i could mm. <laughs> if i had the time i would totally do that uh i'm gonna go the person I don't know who it would be with, but I don't know. I'm I'm just not that interested, that interested in animals, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I don't know. Dang, give cool. me one person. One person, one person. Um, Hitler. <laughs> so you could kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Hitler. I saw, I saw um, there's so many memes of like, me 
me travel back in time looking at Hitler's mother in the eyes and it's like two months old and like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're not going to understand what I'm about to do. <laughs> uh, I think I would do um, and like a more modern day one. I think Eisenhower would be oh, someone yeah. I would like to meet. And then maybe like a more like ancient one. Um, I think I would do like one of the kind of the stoic or like Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. Or one of the ancient, (laughs) or like one of the ancient philosophers or something like that. I I would just, I'm, I would be interested to. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be way cooler than looking at a gorilla. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I mean. (laughs) Even though that, that would be cool. Or like if I were to do the animal one, I would be like some, the saber tooth tiger or woolly mammoth oh, okay. or something. Yeah. Um, okay. But, okay. All right. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Next one. Secure pipe tobacco, pipes and tobacco for future generations, knowing that the price will increase by two times or whatever, double. Or be content knowing that you have pipes and tobacco right now and the prices will remain the s- stable, but they'll probably, it'll just vanish for the next generation. So like continue pipes and tobacco, though the price will double. Okay. Keep okay. it and it'll vanish. Okay. Um, man. This is, I would, I guess I would have to say price double and it continues and gets, I mean, I, if I extrapolate here, it gets even worse. But at yeah, the end probably. of the day, you could argue it can't. It, there's an opportunity for it continue, for it to continue. But um, yeah, that's probably the best one I got. Like, it, there's a chance there. There's no chance in the second one. Uh, and yeah. we've had this discussion too. And there's some there's some hot hot takes, hot drama going out with the the Seattle Pipe Club uh, Holiday Blend, which just came out. Their their 2023 uh, Plum Pudding with some cognac. They did it last year. This year, there's been more tins, and it's been for a pretty significant price. It's, I think, four ounces for about $42, so you're just about you know $10 an ounce, which is pretty gnarly um, for, for the average cost of tobacco. But folks are going nuts over that, and I, I think they're going nuts over it because of the, dra- the drastic change in comparison to what it is currently, the average tobacco mar- market. It's not $10 an ounce, right? That said, that's not wholly like my dad. Like, like, like I said, I have a, a, a bag of cigars that's worth three, four hundred dollars. If I were to fit that amount of tobacco that's in those cigars into tins, it would probably be 120, you know, 110, maybe less than that. So, there's a world where pipe smoking becomes popular and we be we appreciate it as a cigar like it's like some sticks are $15 which I hate paying but I've done it but why do I now scoff at the idea of a four ounce tin of tobacco that will last me a very long time for $40 when in the end that's significantly cheaper maybe not significantly but it is cheaper than that of a stick that cost me $15 so it's tough it's not a reality I want of course I've said it before I love spending is little amount of money for as most of the things I want. So 
but for that reason, I got to go with uh, keep it keep it going at a, at a price increase. There's at least a chance for what's that? What's that? Kid? <laughs> what's the poor kid in Willy Wonka? Charlie, Char- Charlie, the Charlie. chocolate factory. He's like, oh, <laughs> and everyone's poor as hell. There's a chance he gets a tin of tobacco one day. I, I don't know. Yeah, and his uh, apparently uh, crippled grandfather just leaps out of bed when they get the golden ticket (laughs) what what you been doing you crippled bro bro. like (laughs) you've been playing us Uh, you've been playing us i uh yeah i'll go you know for posterity i'm always about at least there's an option even you know may not be able to afford it but it's like the the freedom to choose and to save up and to do it is still there so i love it all right Last one, acquire your most coveted pipe. Uh, and the example that Russ gave was like that lion one, the Mirsham oh, lion yeah, yeah. one. Yep. Or get over 1,000 members of the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. Wow, this Can is I, like a very revealing question of me. Yeah. Am I selfish or am I selfish? Can I caveat with, we're not that far away from 1,000. We're, yeah. we're almost at 800. So, so I'm going to go with the most coveted pipe. Mm. And the reason being, it's not because I know, which I do, we will get to a thousand members. It's because the, the get the glad to get pipe pipe club. What I love most about it is it's full of folks who aren't listeners, of the podcast, not viewers of the YouTube channel. It's just people who like smoking pipes. Now, a majority by far is listeners of the show. And then secondary would be viewers of the sh- uh, of uh, the YouTube channel, and then I guess tertiary would be who have no idea who the hell get piped is or producer guy is or you know even hell Russ is as asking questions on the show, right? But at the end of the day, and we've talked about it, if the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club were to like lose me and lose producer guy, it would continue. It's a sweet little location for pipe smokers to collaborate send gifts to each other, purchase things off of each other. Artisans can come in, promote some of their work without being like, okay, I got a new thing. I'm trying to make a buck or two. Uh, it becomes this really wholesome and unique experience for folks to collaborate. Um, and like I said, I've met so many listeners who have and will, never will join this online club. And that's kind of the point of it. I don't, I, re- I genuinely don't care if more people join or don't, because I don't get anything out of it. Like there's no, I don't get more views if people join the, the discord. I don't get any money. If people join the discord, there's really nothing other than the fact that I get the heart, the wholesome heart feeling that people have a community. So that said, if I were to get the super sweet, you know, lion's pride where there's a m- father lion and a mama lion and a bunch of cute baby lions on a Mearsham carved pipe. I would enjoy the hell out of that thing. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> um, but, but I guess if you were to flip it, if I could have the, the pipe or get rid of the discord completely, I would take the discord. That would be a self, that would be a self-sacrifice. I'm a generous God, just like Xerxes of a, uh, of a uh, 300. I would, I would sacrifice my love for that pipe for the idea that, folks can come together if they want or if they don't want i mean when we have almost a thousand it's not like you go on and there's a thousand messages every one second you know right you know three or four every every few every few minutes 
And it's, it's very, very manageable. A lot of folks just kind of lurk and watch and read or some, you know, I would say a majority join and never check in again. Um, so it is a, it is a really, really awesome community, but what a great question, Russ, um, really put me on the spot there, but yeah, man, that in the terms of your question, man, I would love that pipe. I would love that coveted pipe. And there's some other coveted pipes out there that I really, really would love on my shelf right now. So great question. What about, what about you producer guy? Yeah, I I mean I'm gonna choose the right answer here, and that's a thousand members of the Galactic Cat Pipe really? Club. Because no, I'm trying to hashtag kidding. grow. I, I would do the I would do the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I do you, do you have a coveted pipe, like mm, even loosely? No. Maybe it's an artisan. Mm. You you could be like, okay, it's a pipe from, you know, yeah, Bucko Bucko Johnson. I don't know, Bucko big guy. Um, I, I guess. Um, and you don't have to say it. If you have a guy, you can keep it in your head, you know. Yeah, there's there's definitely some artisans that I would like. Um yeah, I'll I'll keep it to me. I don't think there's okay. a specific pipe out there um that I covet in in the sense of like I would love to have it. But yeah, there's definitely some artisans out there. I'm like, yeah, I would love a pipe from Same here. There's a few. Yeah. But that has been this or that. Keep sending us those show at getpipe.co or to our galactic get pipe pipe club as well and our second segment is our newest one which is the blind rankings we okay. got we we got two kind of s- segments so for those of you who do not know what blind ranking is, uh, we got five items here from a specific topic and Adam has to rate them blindly. He has to go, mm-hmm. we we got them in an order. It's not in any specific order and he has to rate them one to five and however he sees fit and he does not know the next one after that, which is the most important part. So you could rate the first one number one, but then could be the my second five. one I could be realistically as five so let's uh let's get right into it these uh the tobacco the pipe and tobacco ones this week are from captain kirk oh okay he sent them in oh yeah yeah he sent them in send a direct message to me and uh the the topic is rate these five tobacco blends just tobacco blends oh boy without knowing without knowing what comes next the first one Mac Baron London Burley Flake. Uh, London oh, Burley, excuse me. Wow. He, so I, I know something about um, our good friend, Kirk Keener. If you're not following Kirk on, um, on social media, on Instagram, on YouTube, specifically his YouTube channel, he just did a 10 in 10, 10, 10 blends in 10 days. I think it had a better name than that, but it was very similar. <laughs> you know, smoking 10 blends in 10 days, it, it was very sweet. And you were able to check out how he kind of consumed some some tobacco and and his thoughts on them. I thought it was I thought it was brilliant. And he actually has a sweet episode coming live very very soon, which he posted in the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. So if you're a c- consumer of our content, make sure to check that out. Where he's doing some kind of blind tasting of a bunch of things. I, I don't know. It's not out yet, but anyway. So he is a huge fan of the London Burley Flake and and Burley Flake. This is a this is a flake from Mac Baron. Of course, you guys know I'm a big black. Uh, Mac Baron guy that is super yummy um this has been a, an iconic piece from Mac Baron 
uh, tobacconist for, for a very, very long time. And then they stopped making it. And then it was so like everyone was so outraged that they started releasing it in a like a yearly release. I, I don't know. Was there a 2023 release? I'm not quite sure if it is. I missed it for sure. And I think it was recently if it was so. Um, but but it might actually be coming up in January. Then it would be a 2024 release. But the last one I know was like I think that I got was 2022. There's a 2021. Uh, but but basically it's a it's a burly burly mixture into a, a broken flake. Um, and it's in a big big tin. It's got the very classic uh, Mac Baron, classic as in old style packaging. And it's good, man. And it sells out quick, like very, very quick. A lot of people compare it to um, a Solani aged pearly flake or maybe even Wessex pearly slices. It, it's good stuff. So is it better than Mac Baron pearly flake, HH? I think not, but it's damn close. I'm going to put this one probably against my better judgment. I'm going to put this at, I want to put it at two. We're going to put it at two. I'm, I'm holding out on some not as good blends. Okay. Number two. Bob's chocolate flake. Oh, I, oh, I, I, I fucked up. Uh, Bob's chocolate flake. I got to go with number one. I really hope. I really, really hope he's not trying to do me dirty here. <laughs> uh, number three, GLP's penny farthing. Oh, he's literally <laughs> putting all the blends that I've said I love. Oh man. Oh, okay. I'm gonna put penny farthing at three. That's a tough one. I'm gonna put penny farthing at three. No, wait. Mm. <laughs> three, two. Do I want to go through? I'm going to pivot. I'm going to pivot at four just because I know Kirk. I think he's going to screw me up. Number four. HH Burley Flake. Damn. I hate that. I hate this so much. I, I got to go three. I'm glad I put Penny Farthing at four. What's our fifth one? Our, our automatically assigned. Do you want to guess? Um. I mean, I talk about so much tobacco. I'm going to go with... Uh, is it another GLP blend? No. It, it's not. Um, Squire blend? No. I don't know. I'm just going to say it now. Maple Shadows. Oh, okay. That's... This is a solid list. I, five five Maple Shadows ain't bad. That I don't, I don't hate that. Do I hate okay. the list as a whole? I do. I'm going <laughs> to give this a... Let me give this a C. Okay, um, I was gonna, I was gonna say C. I'd say C. I think reality it goes HH Burley Flake, it goes Bob's Chocolate Flake. Then I don't know where Burley Flake goes. Honestly, I think it goes. It might go three. It's a good blend. Um, and then probably Penny Farthing than Maple Shadows. Maple Shadows okay. and Penny Farthing can be substituted because I like both of them very much on occasion. Uh, but but currently, I think in terms of like, if I were to be like, which one is quote better, Penny Farthing is a, a wonderful blend. So I'm gonna go Penny sure. Farthing four. But Penny Farthing could potentially replace London Burley Flake. But either way, I'll give it a C. That's okay. Kirk messing with us. And what I love about that is he's a he's a, a hardcore twelve percenter. He's been listening. He yes. he knew he was gonna throw me for a ring on that one. He did. Um, he I, I he didn't... sent me the list. I I had to rearrange them a bit because I feel like it was too good the the way he sent it i was like this is too good so i got i had to i threw my curveball in there okay okay i love it kirk thanks so much for that yep and let's do let's do a quick bonus bonus round this is just movies these are ones that i just came up with um on the spot when we're doing the show notes um just five movies 
no specific topic for this one. We're just doing it. First one, Transformers, the original. Oh, the first one. Five. Okay. I was right. not into those at all. Yeah, easy five for me. All right. Saving Private Ryan. Are we talking like are we talking like movies that I like the most or like just good films? Because there's films that like are just like Saving Private Ryan is it yeah. gotta be a top something film. Ever. So, exactly. Am I am I rating it based off of, I think that's how it is. Yeah, do it. Uh, I was gonna say based off how you think, how you feel. Okay, yeah, because I'm uh, okay. I'm gonna go Saving Private Ryan. Two, what a great okay. film! Good film. All right, Oppenheimer. Ooh, Oppenheimer might go four. I, I, I can't wait to do a, a Briar breakdown on this one. I, yeah, we we get some some discussions about it, but I think I think four is a very fair location for that one. Think you're going to disagree after this one, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I've not seen that one, but actually, I'm not going to disagree because people loved Endgame. That was I almost want to put that at one just on the idea of like, yeah, I'm gonna put it at three, and I'm holding out okay. for a number one here. But Avengers Endgame at number three, people loved it. I guess it was super culminating, and it was. you know. Look at look at it's okay, little one. You know, I, I don't know. I never, didn't watch the movie, but I've seen. Like, <laughs> no, no, don't think memes. that was in it. It was um, no, uh, that was not in that. Um, last one, number five, Puss in Boots two. Dude, this is the perfect list. Maybe not the perfect, <laughs> but it's damn close. Number one, easy. I know I have no yeah. choice, but okay. So we'll, so so give me the the final. Well, yeah. So say? yeah, number one is Puss in Boots, number two, Saving a. Private Ryan. B, A, still uh, A. Number three, Endgame. Yeah, B plus. Yeah. Uh, four, Oppenheimer, and then five, Transformers. Ah, dude, that's, that's, that's... Honestly, That's like an B, A minus plus. A, A, because there's a chance that yeah. like I like Endgame more than Oppenheimer. It's um, hard because you have a decade of things you would need to watch to really like... Exactly. Yeah. So. To pre- but but at the same time, I know that like Oppenheimer was a Oppenheimer was a very difficult movie to watch. You that's one of the ones that were you might have ten other movies of Avengers movies, but you you watch them once and you get the point. Oppenheimer, right. you really got to kind of focus on and study. Um, but I guess if I were to change it because I've seen them, I would put Oppenheimer at three and then Endgame at four, Transformers at five. That would that would have been my perfect list. Adams at Get Bife's perfect list. But I think my list. It's probably pretty solid. I'm going to go with, let's go with B plus. I don't like B to do plus. the B pluses or minuses, but you got to give it a little bit more than a B. So B plus, B plus list. If you have any more blind rankings lists you want me to discuss with Adam, send me either your pipe and tobacco ones or your not your bonus ones. Cause those are fun too. send them to me. Let's do them on Instagram or at our discord. Because uh, Adam does, he does see the show email every now and then. So don't send him there. But uh, yeah, love this, love this segment. And uh, let's close out this episode.
All right, Adam. It's been a long one. This is this is a really long one. Um, where can people find you when they're not listening to the episode? Dude, they can find me on youtube.com slash get pipe for some of the premier YTPC pipe smoking content. A little little advent to the get piped catalog in terms of the YouTube channel. I did record the full episode of the Discord, how to Discord. I just got to edit it. I went on vacation immediately after I recorded it. So it should be up within the month of January. Maybe if I'm really, really good at the end of December. So I'm really excited for that. Not really entertaining if you know how Discord works. It's less pipe smoky. It's just about, you know, damn Discord. But it'll be helpful for a lot of the folks who are interested in getting involved, but don't know how. Uh, but other than that, you can join me on Instagram at get underscore pipe. But if you follow me, make sure you follow my right hand man, GPP underscore producer guy. And then lastly, once you watch the YouTube video that's about to come out, you'll join the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. It's a great chance for us to all come together and talk about our favorite thing, pipes and tobacco. I love it, man. Please share this podcast with any and all pipe smokers. Go ahead, write a rating and review while you're at it as well. People have been, been loving those. They they send them to uh, Spotify as well. There's a great new feature on Spotify where you can kind of write how the how the episode was, Q&A. And uh, we got one from uh, ICH, itch212. Love you. Awesome episode. Awesome stories. That was about our freehand fable last week. So shout out to you. And uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's just great to see that stuff. I've been listening to Dave Ramsey, a Dave Ramsey podcast, and he says something I don't know if I fully agree with. And he's like, if if you uh, you know leave a five star review, if you want to leave a one star review, just don't do it. And he's like, Mom always said, if you have nothing good to say, don't say it. I don't know if I agree with that fully, though. I don't want one star reviews. I totally agree. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that there's room for. Um, a way to create, give constructive criticism. Great way to do that is to send us an email, show at getpipe.co. But if you're, if you're leaving a rating or review, give us that five star. And uh, don't just share this podcast with the men. Share it with the women and the children too, because it means a lot. So we're more than just pipe smokers here. We're people. We share this hobby. And uh, yeah, super excited for this 2024 but adam as we close out this last episode of the year do you have any wise words of wisdom for our listeners hell yeah i think we're gonna keep it quick today man i i I want you guys to alongside us set up your smart goals the specific measurable achievable realistic timely and this could be anything man maybe it's pipe smoking maybe it's not uh you don't gotta share them with us you really don't but even if it's one goal I, I people love hating on the whole new year, new me thing. I don't know why. Why not? Like we have a physical point in our lives that we all accept is a new chapter. Why not start a new you? I'm I'm all in on that. Um, that's a, plus I'm horrible at starting a new diet on a Wednesday of you know the second <laughs> week in July. You know I just I'm not good at it. So this is a great time for us all to come together, set some goals. Let's try to achieve them together. Um, I, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This has been so much fun catching up with my good friend um, over here, producer guy, and uh, catching up with you guys, honestly. And I really appreciate all the segment submissions. We got a lot to come in 2024. We got some goals to crush both in the podcast and then out. 
So we will be sure to keep you guys updated. Probably do another sandblasted banter in the middle of the year. A little bit of a progress check, and I hope you're doing it alongside uh, your own journeys, right? You can say, okay, hey, how far did I get? How far did I not get? But for now, I am off to save the pipe smoking world. And once again, I'm not sure how I'll pull it off. But until then, you have all just been piped. And until the next piping, we are out. So I want you to be able to say within your heart, not because you're trying to fit, fit the goal. I want you to be able to be like, yeah, this is my blend. Now that's could be very easy slash very, very difficult. Um, how bad is that? That's pretty loud. But <laughs> <laughs> What do I do? What do I say to it? Good girl. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> hey. You don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, good girl. Lay down. Step. Heel. Okay. She's so sweet, dude. You're gonna I can't you're coming in like two days, but you're gonna be out. I know. I can't wait to ask you like how to do it, and you're just like, no, I don't know. The thing is, Bandit was a little older. Bandit was like Oh, when did you get him? Oh, fuck, dude. He was like six months old. Yeah. Oh wow. Because he was born in February, and we got him in August. I always forget about that. I'm like trying to tell her to lay down as if she knows the fuck She's is. like, the fuck? <laughs> okay. Um, She's right. like, oh, you mean bark? <laughs> <laughs> it's good that she can at least see me. Right. Hey, your name's fucking Ingrid. <laughs> Ingrid. Dude. None of that. Grab Duck Cop. Okay.